welcome to a new podcast here, we think, on the Grapple Spotlight Podcast Network. It's the business, I think, with Matty Edwards. Is that what we're calling it, Matty? Is that what we are? Is yes. it a pilot episode? I think that's the, that's, the, that's the correct title, I think, the business, isn't it? That's got to be, Ben. It's got to be. Were there any other uh, league candidates? No, there wasn't, you know, to be fair. This was like, you know, it just had to be, didn't it? You know what I mean? I've, I've, ever since I coined the phrase, like, a few years back, it's on my hashtags on every social media I've got, so it is apropos, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think the business works, because it's like, the idea is we're going to be, you know, the, the world the world according to Matty. You know, that was one I came up with. Could be that. <laughs> That's not bad, like, but the business is more straight to it, more oomph, isn't it? It's like the business is there, you know what I mean? Mm. That is a good title, though, but I'll give you that one, but... <laughs> It's not, not as good as the business. It's one of your favourite phrases of all time, the business, isn't it? Oh, mate, it's just like, whenever I hear a commentator or... It's always in, like, shooting interviews, isn't it? Mm. Or, like, you know, you know, it, it, it always... And I just love it, and it's always stuck. It's like, the other one is, like, the sport of professional wrestling. When wrestlers say that, <laughs> it's the complete opposite of the business, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but do you always say that? It's like, it. it's like, there's no other, like... Don't call like football the business or like any other no. business the V business. It's it's the it's the V. It's not the wrestling business, just the business. It's the business. I know. Why why is it just when you're there? It's like you know, I always wanted to be a part of the business. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> where did it come from? I'm dying to know. Like, <laughs> well, it's a working title. You know, obviously we did the uh, the versus episode uh, a couple of months ago and uh, barely recover from that obviously got lots of uh, lots of plaudits for that episode and this is I'm, I'm thinking of this as like a spin-off from versus because I still have got some other versus as planned but it's uh, it's yeah. tough for anyone to follow you mate so I kind of thought you know it'd be good to you know check in you know I, I can be I can be Brian Alvarez you can be you know, filthy Tom Lawler. You know, you can do like a, a show like <laughs> yeah. that where you know. I thought you were going to say Dave Meltzer then because I think <laughs> the comparisons. So no, I'm glad you said filthy Tom there. You've got a lot in common, like you know, like a lot of the same. Oh, wrestling. mate, I don't even. I hate it. I mean, I don't hate him, right? I obviously hate a strong way. I don't hate him at all. Mm. But it's like I don't agree with him, but then I do. So it's it's weird. It's just so weird. Like everything, like he'll tweet. I'm like. I agree with that. Oh, <laughs> our match, star ratings, obviously, broke the scale so much. Mm. But, like, we we kind of like similar matches. And it's like, ah, oh, but, yeah, you got to crack on with that one, Ben. <laughs> you look, I mean, you love Randy Orton, you love Edge, you both love ladders, you know? There's, uh... This is it. <laughs> it's just, it's bizarre, though, because you just wouldn't have melted down as, like, like loving them, them two, would you? Really? Mm. Considering the stuff he does go big on. Mm. And it's always a bit more reserved with them, but I don't know, it's strange, strange, but yeah, I agree with Big Dave there. <laughs> there you go, I've got it on tape, but no, the idea was <laughs> yes. to like, get like the Matty show where it's like, like I say, the world according to Matty, the, the business according to Matty. Basically, I wanted you on, mate, once a month just to rip the piss out of us and tell us everything we got wrong on the Spotlight podcast. <laughs> like, I, I literally told you now I to make, make notes of all the things you get wound up we do, say. I can't do that, man. Come on, I can't be doing that, mate. Bloody hell. I'm a part of the family now. I can't just be here taking the piss all oh, the got time. got two T-shirts, have you? <laughs> I have. I have. And them, them tracky tops. Gareth, 
Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be we'll be in contact, mate. You know what I mean? We'll be sorting that out. I've seen you working on them on Twitter, you know, trying to be like, oh, you know, I got you know, it wasn't Ben who got you that magazine for love of wrestling. It was it was actually me, you know, and you know, when's the track? Well, no, be honest though, Ben. All right, you actually forked the money for it, but you actually found that it was me, to be honest, it was. I mean, we were both searching <laughs> through the crates. It was just potluck. We went through a lot of crates, you know, each. You just happened to look in the last one, and that's what it was. It was literally the last one as well, so Gareth. It was, it was, but no, and to be fair, I won't be asking for um, for two this time. I'd have to actually get that down to a size that I'll hear. Uh, I can, you know, be oh, no, there's, in, you know what I mean? Mate, there's regular fit and slim fit. You've got there's a, there's a scam right there for Oh, is there? Yeah, oh, Sam. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I suppose as this is your show, mate, like I say, I've kind of let you let us know what we're going to talk about. So, now, how's, how's your month there, mate? I suppose if we're, uh, we're going to be doing this regularly, you know, check in. What's going on? Yeah, well, what's going on the world we, of we, we can we st- Are we stretching this back to just. Well, no, it was actually the very beginning of April, wasn't it? Was mm. was Leeds and WrestleMania week and the weekend and you know if you you know I just that weekend Ben was it was great, wasn't it? It mm. was just like I'm tired, you know. It, it, I haven't been that tired in ages. Like, but it was just great though. It made it, that was part of it, and you know, just seeing everyone and I really enjoyed it. Like, I really like. I wish we could do it more often. To be honest, mate. You just, were tired. Just, you weren't even doing like the full mania weekend, mate. You were up. Were you saying that you were up late the night before, weren't you watching WrestleMania? Yeah, so Saturday night I stayed up for Mania and then mm. got my head down about five, half mm. five, and then I was up at like half ten and then waiting for yourself and Gareth. And it was just, but it, 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 that's what made it. You know, I already had it in my head that was what was going to obviously what was going to happen. I prepared for it, which is what I've got to do these days. Proper get me head space in the right, you know, and prepare for it, but. It was, it was just, it, even the, everything about it, Ben, the car trip down, obviously we've done the, the uh, podcasts in the car, which were great, I loved them, on, on the fly, the <laughs> rawest of audio, as you said. <laughs> <laughs> I've not really had any feedback back on them, I don't know if that's good or bad, hopefully people could hear them, um, <laughs> I think they went well, you know, Ogden style, no, the gorilla recording. Yeah, they were brilliant, and then... Say getting Chloe involved there in the back. I don't know if he, uh, he loved it really, didn't he? he did, I still he can't believe really. he was really there. I can't believe Chloe came to her like <laughs> basically a, a, a Benno Signs iPods podcast convention. Like, you know, where, we, where we've come from, mate, to where we are, you know, on the slide. Oh, this is it, Ben. This is. This is the business, though, isn't it? And I knew, I knew once I got him there, he'd be, he'd be sound and he'd love it. And, and he did have a great time and hmm. say in in the car day we had the on on them uh, podcast we had some good debates and maybe we'll have to actually get that better official then maybe at the end of this episode think hmm. of a wager think of the actual stipulations on the bet and we'll actually make it official tonight mate you're wavering on that yes that uh no, no, no chance no. never gonna make it I I mean no, what's he done since mate. <laughs> Been a month, it's been like three weeks, Ben. Come on, I know you live in this modern, like, daily fucking world of like, <laughs> you need news and you need fucking clickbait and all that shit. Give it enough time, mate. This is what I'm saying. Hang on, what world do you have, live in? Oh, wait, I don't what, know. Mate? Because what world do you live in? But I think I know the answer to that. <laughs> but we will, we're, we're actually, we're at the end. We'll, so, you know, as we're talking, if you can, the back of your brain. Think of a little wager, and we'll actually get the stipulation and the actual bet down of what what it's going to be. Mm. All right, because of the, it's just going to be that'll be the best one that lah. 
it was funny. It's like, yeah, you know, we got obviously we got we got those podcasts done, got that bet in. It was just funny seeing you in your element. I think I think you spoke to literally everybody at the uh, at the, at the last oh. show. As well. You know, you're doing the rounds. You know, yeah, that was it. Then, as I say, it was like. As you know, like you see these people on it's just like Twitter handles, isn't it? And like, you know, it's good to actually see everyone and just, you know, I felt a bit awkward asking people who, who, who are you? You know what I mean? But it's like <laughs> you've got to have you know, I've never met you before in the nicest possible way. It's like we need to like, you know, and it was, it was great, Ben. The turnout was great and everyone there was was great and it was sound and love just talking and having a laugh and it was. It was. It was honestly, I can't speak highly enough. I might be repeating myself, but it was so good. Like I wish we could do it more often. Do you know what I mean? In a, but we, as we always say about when we used to go to shows, it's like if we all said let's go for a drink, it just wouldn't happen, would it? Yeah. It has to be a, a reason for it. You know what I mean? And that was a good reason and a good. A well, good that's the thing. We go, we go to shows and the wrestling show gets in the way, don't it? It's like this. The podcast got in the way. It was like you just want to carry on drinking, yeah. and just <laughs> chat, and just chat and shooting the breeze. Yeah, and it just like. It was Ben, honestly, and even like after afterwards, and you know, hopefully the, the live thing did go well. And on the walkabout after it, everyone did, and you know, just uh, the quiz yourself hosting. How did you do, mate? <laughs> you know what we thought on that, Ben? <laughs> the most professional <laughs> quiz hosting. <laughs> See, I never know that's an insult from you. Professional sounds no, back on It's as, actually not as no, a big Bobby like, Roode fan, on. you know. <laughs> yeah, well, this is it. You know, you was better, like, just like the, the Bobby most... Bobby Roode of, like, quiz hosts. The Bobby Roode of quiz hosts. We'll have you as that, because you just so relaxed, so just tucking in your stride, just <laughs> delivered it, mate, and it was so professional, except for that one answer you did give away in the question, like, but, you know, we won't say no more about that. Uh, Tuesday in Texas, yeah. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was brought you that event. Trying to riff, I was doing my best. Yeah, you, you just, like, smashed it in the quiz as well. Ah, oh, well, I said I was, it was like a double-edged sword, that, because obviously I was fuming mm. that we didn't win the IWC as I named our team. <laughs> we, <laughs> I wanted to give you his best na- team name as well, but you didn't win. Oh, did you? But I, I honestly was fuming, mm. and I thought we had it in the bag, but then it was a Bash Heels team, wasn't it? So it was, at least Chris it was Lennon. one of us that won. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's Bash Heel to me. I always will be. <laughs> Everyone's a Twitter handle. Yeah, everyone is, even though I've met them now. Well, I've met this before, to be honest. Um, See, this is good. But it was, I, I made up. I like that you're meeting all, all that and you're following them all on Twitter because it's like diluting the fucking, the depths of your, like, your Twitter timeline. Or, like, sometimes you come to me with, like, oh, yeah, this news, and it's like, what news? Who told you that? <laughs> it's some fucking <laughs> WWE Gareth gobshite you follow on Twitter. We're improving it one account at a time. Most of the time, man. Most of the time, it is like ninety percent. I'd say that high. It's true though. I, I, I get these these scoops before you. Are you meant to be the journalist of this operation? Don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, WrestleZone clickbaitraja.com uh, website you're going on, but Christ. Oh, mate, no. But there's some, and you know what though? This is mad because you seem to do it. Well, Gary always mentions it. I just see the head headline or like whatever it is. I never read the comments, you know. And that's one thing, like, you're going into a deep hole if you start reading the comments, I think. you, you, you got, And you're going into a hole you won't come out of. So I just don't What's even bother on, looking at them. On comments. Facebook or Twitter or... Twitter? Is even Twitter, Ben? Or... I don't hardly read the... I'm oh, well, sorry. RajaWWF.com. <laughs> oh, it can go down a, a deep hole, Ben, as I say. So I don't even bother with that. I just keep it to the one headline and I just look at it and then that's it. 
So, <laughs> but no, it, it was no, it was good to see that. Say the quiz, we uh, come second in that, so I'll take that because one of our lot won. Hmm. And then it was mania, wasn't it? The second night, and just and you had the good, you had the best time than everyone else. Everyone else was falling asleep around this table while uh. Edge and AJ Styles are boring people to tears, but you know, you know, you were having a great time. It was me, young. it was me, you, Crewy, and Andy, wasn't it? With the only yeah. four left standing, really. <laughs> Either like people had gone home yeah. or fell asleep. It was one or the other. We were the only four left, like sitting. I couldn't, couldn't miss Roman getting his uh, crown of moments after all these years, Ben. You know what I mean? <laughs> Says it all made people falling asleep during WrestleMania. Like, what are you gonna do? Uh, but uh, I, was gonna, I was gonna say, what else you've been up to this month? I mean, the other thing I know you've been up to because I was I was there. We talked about it on Spotlight was uh, full of a wrestling as well. <laughs> I dread to ah. ask. What you thought. It was it wasn't the um, the party that we had uh, the last time, was it? Three years ago that was now, by the way. Um, oh, where we found ourselves ben. in a in a hotel lobby with all kinds of uh, wrestling. Before <laughs> we go into this year's. Before we go into uh, this year's, are we ever gonna have a special on that on that uh, three years ago or what? This when can it? we actually lift the lid? You do now. <laughs> can we lift the lid on that because that was the wasn't that the best night? Then be honest, the best day and night that yeah, ah, oh, it was incredible, wasn't it? And we knew, as you said, we knew it was never gonna. Well, I knew it wasn't gonna live up to them heights, hmm. but you know, you always had that hope, didn't you? And was I was just, glad we still went and we had a great time, but it was never going to live up to that, Ben. It was never. a lot more civilised. No, we'll do we'll do the full expose podcast at some point, but you know, Rob Van Dam shooting on uh, on Vince McMahon. It'd be like a it'd be like our version of Dark Side of the Ring, that then, yeah. won't it? You'll have, like, <laughs> have to be like, you know, you come with the warning before you have to do a little recording of an audio before it starts. Say, you know, you like defended here. Run it past the lawyers before we go into the stories. Well, <laughs> oh, uh, using a legendary lot, an awful lot, <laughs> Marty Gennetti. Yeah, like this. That's a, that was the difference this time, wasn't it? I was saying on Spotlight, it was like it was like it was grown ups this time. Like instead of really like, was. Marty Gennetti falling over and you know, you know, people like that, um, Beefcake and and the like, all all uh, kind of making fools of themselves this was like you know Il Hebner was having a nice steak dinner Sting was shaking people's yeah. hands on the way to bed was good like, night. everyone was going Staying to bed at 9 o'clock well, it? it was uh... yeah <laughs> it was but it was same. even the organisation of it then when we were in there was more I knew it would be though because that was like the first time a few years back and it was like it was a bit gung-ho wasn't it we could mm. sneak in and sit where we wanted and mm. It wasn't. I tried it again this year, and it didn't go down well, did it? So, like, <laughs> he tried more than once to sneak into the front row of the uh, the Q and A. The Q and A. Yeah, yeah. I was professional. I know, and I was professional myself there because I hadn't had a bevy either. So I just I took it in good stride there. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, you're, you're was, a man who's got no problem what? with like you've got no problem with like. Being cheeky, or you know, just going and speaking to people. That you know, that's that's what you do. You know, you oh, you, you talk your way into any situation. I like. I don't get. Like, I think I told you the day this. Like, I don't get people like that. And you know, everyone's different and all that. But like, when I'm out with Steph, or like if she picks something up in in a, any shop, whether it be a clothes shop or any shop, mm. and she's like, "Oh, what's this? Or what's that?" I'll just take it and go up to someone who works there and ask them because it's their job. Then you see. So it's like <laughs> you're not asking. Them you don't, you don't know why you're scared to ask. It's their fucking job. So just, you know, <laughs> make you make them do the job. Basically, it's like I, I love it, honestly. But people get like Steph gets like 
she'll put her head down when like, I go, I'll just go and ask anyone anything, Ben. I doesn't bother me at all, mate. I love it. <laughs> Live for it even. See, this is why I'm on the internet, mate. This, I'll, I'll, I'll order off an app instead. Like, why, why would you? It's like, I've, oh, I, I told man. you this the weekend. Like, I've got this standoff right now with, like, one of the delivery places by me because they can't, <laughs> the delivery fucked up. The delivery driver didn't go. This was to uh, Elite Treats by you. And um, it was, like, through Just Eat or something like that. And then they came and knocked at my door with it. And we're like, oh, the delivery driver didn't come, but we thought we'd drop her off anyway. It's free of charge. And here's some extra stuff for your trouble, too. <laughs> But next time, do us a favour, please ring us. And you know what, Matty? They were so nice and they were so lovely. But I've not ordered again from there since because I don't want to fucking oh, ring them. And I think if I use the app, why, they're going to go, why are you using why the app again? I told be... you not to. My point is, it's like, oh, there's so many different avenues we can go down regarding this because it's like, how are you trusting? You ring up, you can speak to someone, you've told them. And I, when I ring an order up, say, Ben, like, say, let's just say, for example, Elite Street, right? If I rang them up, I'd go, you know, um, can I have a milkshake, a banana, whatever, waffle? I'll have, you know, some donuts, you whatever. You got diabetes, you know, mate. So I'll say that. What's that? You got diabetes, you know, mate. You can't be doing this. Oh, this is all in, this is part of my me, uh, me mediation for it, Ben. I, I can do this, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, I'll order that. So then, and then they'll go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'll say, I, I'll always say as well, how much is it? Every time, I'll always say, how much is it? If they don't, because they should tell you first. But if you don't, I'll say, how much is it? And then I'll say, can you repeat the order again, please, back to me? You've <laughs> got to be precise, Ben. You've got to be like, because how many times, you're, what you're saying, you've always had horror stories about them not bringing you stuff, no drinks or nothing. Because mm. you're ordering off a fucking app, mate. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fucking ring them. <laughs> Just, you've, got to be, you've got to expect that if you're ordering off an app. I mean, most you know, of my horror stories come from ordering from the McDonald's that your niece works in. So, you know, just saying. <laughs> oh, then, next time, I think I'm having a barbecue for my birthday, or, and it's no your birthday, or whatever, and next time you're around here and there, there, I am going to, like, be the grenade, throw that in when you and her are talking, and leave you to it to sort it out. <laughs> Honestly, though, like, last time I literally got someone else's order entirely. Like, they either forget yes. the chips, or they forget your burger, or they forget your drink. But then... Every time. You, you, you're forgetting how many, how many like different things it's going through. You're ordering this on the app, right? <laughs> so that goes to the poor girl or lad who's working at, at there. They've got to do that, bag it all together. Then it gets passed to a driver, Ben, you know, who doesn't work for McDonald's. So it's another company. So just ring, just go. Or ring, just... <laughs> <laughs> you've got to, my point is, if you're willing to order off apps and trust loads of processes, You've got to expect some mistakes. That's my true. theory on it. That's true. That's that true. is it. Because Ben, I'm an expert, mate. Like me and me, mate, Joey. Like we've had we, when we're together, Ben, and ordering food, you need it's like a sitcom. You need to see it. It's like <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable stuff. Like, and my pet hate is if you're ordering a kebab, I can't have a kebab or donut meat without a pit of bread, right? Right. So every time we go and I order and eat, because he's one of them, Ben. He's even more old school than me. He won't say if I ring Planet Pizza, he won't let it get it delivered. He's got to drive around and pick it up himself because he doesn't trust them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So he drives around. So I say, listen, Joe, check that bag when you're in that fucking shop. Because if my pizza bread's aren't in that bag with the kebab, I'm going to put it in the bin. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet the arguments we've had, he says, I'm not checking. I'm not checking. And he just brings the bag in sometimes, Ben. 
and it's not there. And our oh, mate, I've calmed down a lot over the years, but I used to flip me lid like because it was just like <laughs> it's pizza bread. Ask the guy because he's scared to ask the man if he put the pizzas in. It's his fucking job again. Just get him in. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> uh, we've had some good takeaways together, mate. You know, nice healthy takeaway from me and me. You know, I made you try Taco Bell the other week. Yeah, brought you around. Yeah, that was that was and, nice. Ben. I know you don't believe I, I cook, just... but you know, anyway. Oh Ben, come on! This is. I mean, I've, I've still, I've, well, I've never seen it with my own eyes. So I, I, still got, there's still a lot of weight to my theory there because I haven't seen it with my own eyes, and I refuse to believe that you go shopping to actual shops. I, I was surprised drinking. Don't get shopping delivered. I was drinking a bit of a pink Vimto before listeners, and I, and I was right before the show. Marty was like, "How'd you get that?" I was like, "The shop," and you were like, "The shop? When were you in a shop?" <laughs> You literally only go next door to your local shop. That's it. I believe you go there because you've been there with you. <laughs> Home bargain. Well, ben, do you, don't you get your like Asda delivered or your Tesco? No, no. That's screen view. That's one thing I don't do. No, I'll, I'll walk to, to the little by you. Um, that's, that's my kind of favourite <laughs> one. I like the little, uh, I like the walk to the Tesco <laughs> Near us too, you know. I, I enjoy happen. it. I find it does. I, I do a live tour of me. Uh, my fridge is packed right now, mate. My freezer's packed. <laughs> the other day when you knocked up mine for full of wrestling, I was honestly going to let you in just to show you what a what a full cupboard in Benno's house looks like. I wanted your judgments on you know, my selections. Oh. You know, oh, Ben, good, I'd have a field day. I can imagine. Milks, we've got to do as a, as a bonus one day, mate. Your cupboards and fridge. We've got to have an MTV crib style tour. <laughs> oh, mate. I'll be on the floor in stitches. I can just picture it now, mate. <laughs> All pro yogurts and stuff. I don't think I'd, you know, since you've been diabetic, I don't think I'd die to that difference, you know. They are, no, they won't be, Ben. It's just, I just honestly girls. can't, honestly, I'm not even like. To take the piss or to laugh, <laughs> I can't picture you cooking, mate. That's the one. You know, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cook you a nice meal. And it is. It's a bee. It's like no offense. It's like a beans on toast. Something so simple. <laughs> it's not even like a bolognese or that, you know what I mean. It's like a beans on toast or something like that. Tonight, mate, I had I had two chicken char grills with some uh, some rice and veg. How do you feel about that? Yeah, that's the hot cool. sauce that's on the that, side. I, 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 I can kind of see that. I still need video I mean, but it's I still like beds, I chicken chargers, you know what I mean? It's not there. Well, I was going to say that to you. I was going to say it was the beds I want. But I'll make pasta, you know? I'll do, I'll do that, you know? I'll surprise you one day. I'll cook you the whole meal, mate. I'll have you and Steph round. I'll, yes. Uh, I'll show you. Yeah. But yeah, you were. Uh, so, so yeah, you knocked up mine. I didn't give you the tour. But yeah, we went to full of wrestling. Like, what were your, what were your overall thoughts? Thoughts on it this uh, this time out there, mate? Like I said, as, as you, we said, ben, a bit wild. more professional. Mm. No, not as wild, but it's still a good day. It was, you know, I loved the stalls there. And, you know, I, I could have spent more money than I did. We bought a couple of things, but then I had to rein myself in. But there was a lot there. There was a lot. What and, did you buy in the end? I got a Jay White custom, you know what? Is, what's that? It's the that it's it's the Hasbro, but yeah. it, they call the name, aren't they? I always get it mixed up with Coachella, the dance like festival, something, something like, like that, don't you? Something like that, or JJNs or something like that. It's something, and I ended up getting the eighties figures, isn't it? For a Jay White. Oh, version. the brilliant! I got the black, the you got the red. I got one for Steph, and you got one for yourself. The other Steph. Yes, yeah. that's pride and place on me. Uh, me unity in the front room for now. I haven't mm. moved it yet, Mine's and I got it. A Charlotte Flair like model, wasn't it? Like a little model. Um, get it, it's in a big box and it's like on a stand, but you get a, a, a magazine attached to it as well, which was a nice bonus. How so uh, I was happy with that. 
Well, that was a fiver in the end because it got reduced. To, that was the literally as it was shutting, wasn't it? It was literally yeah. after the Future Shock show. And we you noticed the sign for a fiver and a thought, I can't pass that up. I had to, I would have probably got it for a tenner, but a fiver. It was the same with the JY figures, wasn't it? It was like two for 50 quid. And then like two hours later, it was two for 35 quid all of a sudden. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, the, the brilliant. People but... learned their lessons as the, as the day went. Because it was like the way these, these branched, like set them out. You had like two, maybe two figure stores in a row. Then you had like a T-shirt or like magazine one. But that row with the Jay White, it seemed to be like four figure stores in a row and they weren't all together. So it was like competition in a way, that bit. And it, I thought know, they were taking the piss to... a bit. Like some of the AW figures were like 30 quid and it was like, you go to Smith's well, ben, for 20? Like... I'm no collector. No, but Ben, they don't, you know, once, honestly, what I know this is the some once of them, they sell out. I know some, like, and I know they have more, but, like, there's definitely a lot of the ones that people probably bought. On the no, but, honestly, on the once they out. sell out in the shops, you can't get them unless you go online, which you're going to pay 30, 40 quid, because the 20, yet they, they're at least double in price if you try and get them on an Amazon or something. Easy, you've got to get them while they're out. Because I went, I've only got one AEW, it was Kenny Omega, and I think Jacko got me that. And I got him the Pentagon. But when he, we went in, uh, it just happened to be there. One Kenny Omega left, and Jacko just got it for me. And I asked the guy, yeah, me again asking people. I got <laughs> the guy over and said, and he was about what? He was about 20, about 25. So, he, you know, he wasn't like a youngster or an R one, you know what I mean? And uh, I said, hey, mate, I said, I bet, yeah. You know, are these all gone flying out the doors? He went, yeah, he said. That's the one, Kenny Omega, that just gets... And I say, bet you it's older people, not kids. He said, yeah. He said, it's more adults going for that one. And you know, don't you, with with certain uh, figures and wrestlers. But I could do an old podcast on figures and collectibles, Ben. You know, I flipping love it, mate. You were loving the uh, the magazine uh, stand as well, where we we got that... uh, (sighs) The uh, the wrestler magazine for uh, for Gareth in the end. Where I I picked it up for him, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Still trying to get that tracksuit. Carry on. Hello, Gareth. Um, No, but honestly, Ben, I was... I'll say, Steph's moved in here, hasn't she? And I've been going through all my stuff magazine-wise, and I've... I've got, got a little box. <laughs> well, I've actually I've had to put them in like a what are they called? Like little boxes you store in the office. Yeah. You know what I mean? Them storage boxes. And I've got quite a few. I've got like the last, I'd say about 20 or so issues of Power Slam still, which I forgot I had. Oh, you know what wow. I mean? I've got them still. But you know, obviously they're 2013, 14. Um, I've got a couple of the Raw magazines, WWF magazines. So I've got a couple, but oh Ben, I had, I'll tell you the story, I had pretty much near every issue of Power Slam. And it must have got to about it was 2009 this. And Ben, they must have been what? So say he was 12. He must have been about a hundred easily, right? And I gave them all to Crewy once to take. And his man, I got rid of them. Oh, I don't know if he oh, Ben. I mean, I know it's like I know. I mean, he bins everything, mate. It's like, oh, your physical stuff. It, it, it burns my brain how people get rid of it. You know, you've paid money. You've like, it's memories for me you as well. You know what I mean? It, you were fuming at him because he's just like, he's dead blase. Like, because you're like, oh, I'll find a way to store all these CDs in a big storage unit. He just like, he just threw every CD on the way. He's like, don't need a fuck. Oh, but then these rap CDs he was getting. These were like 25 quid HMV imports. You know what I mean? When we were using our EMA money to get them in school, it's like the memories and the money made anyone asked. <laughs> he just fucking flying, couldn't bin them all. Oh, 
Even if he got them on eBay or something, you know what I mean? But he, oh, he wouldn't be asked for all that. <laughs> Even I keep them for decoration, you know. Uh, yeah, I bet. But some of the rare ones he would have had, and honest to God, mate. Oh, mate, just like, Ilmatic. but even like the stuff, ah, oh, no, but even the stuff, Ben, like, that were rare at the time, though, even, you know what I mean, you, you pay through the nose for, and, ah, oh, mate, and my mate Joey was the same, I think he's still got a few in his shed, in his back, which I'm trying to get into today, try and grab some of them. <laughs> of course you are. Well, where are you going to put them? Steph's not going to stand for this. You're, 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 oh, mate, I, I, haven't been, I haven't been that, by, by the way, we do call, Matty's house is affectionately known as the death. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why we call it the den, but it is the den. The wrestling, it was the wrestling crack den, wasn't it? Oh, is that what it was called? Is that what? Yeah. <laughs> it was that mania weekend in 2019, but never be topped that like ever. Where we all found ourselves at four in the morning on a Sunday morning watching Brian Alvarez wrestle Orange Cassidy, <laughs> wondering what we were doing. That that's like. the peak. Good and bad, that's the peak of wrestling there, right there. <laughs> <laughs> that weekend it did become the wrestling crack because we were all coming and going to uh, at all That's hours of the was. night to watch wrestling <laughs> I love it but yeah it won't be the same mate I'm, I'm guessing next time I go mate there's going to be like you know flowers on the walls and you know oh, mate, no, more, no more Roman Reigns posted on the wall no that's gone Ben it's in um, oh, Roman's got, gone uh, Roman's gone it's we've got one picture that I got for Christmas, but it's a new, I kind of work my way in. It's a Nirvana, like, art print. Mm. So I knew that was, like, kind of arty enough, because Steph's into, like, arty pictures. I knew it would be arty enough for it to put it up. So it's a nice picture, but it's my topic, Nirvana. Do you know what I mean? So I've got that up in the living room, and it actually is nice. But wrestling-wise, I'm getting, like, an, um, and CD-wise... I'm getting it. We're getting like a storage, unit, like a music center unit, like a cubed. We had like nine cubes or something. People know what they what they are. And I've measured me hi-fi system so it fits in. Hi-fi. Perfect. Wait, yes, oh me, yeah. Come on, Ben. You know me. It's like <laughs> old school, like hi-fi system. It's you can't get. It's the last. I think it was the last one Sony made of this type. Actually, I think it's Sony. Could you yeah. still tape CDs on it? Yeah, there's a tape player on it, Ben, but it's hidden. It's, it's more modern where you don't think there's a tape player. You've got to press this thing at the bottom and it folds out and then your tape player's there. When you say modern, so, what, 2001? <laughs> oh, no, this was uh, 2009, this one was. Okay, uh, This was one of the last models. But um, <laughs> that fit, that'll fit in, and I'm trying to use each cube wisely. So that's three of my cubes gone. Then I'll have my vinyls in one. There's four. Then I'm thinking... A couple of CDs, they're sitting there. I've got three spare ones at the bottom, so I'm thinking of trying to get... But I want that strictly music, Ben. I've had to use my angles again, and like I said, you can do whatever you want in the house, but I need my music corner, my music centre, because I can't live without it. I need that. Every God, day is just months, tunes on. <laughs> no, Ben, no chance. No, it How else be. has your life changed? Because that's the other thing. Like, you know what, nice. You're a, you're a big one for like throwing a podcast on it. You know, you, you got your routine. It's like ten o'clock. You put put some podcast on. Yeah, and you go to bed. I've got a I've got a podcast iPhone, haven't I? That's yeah. literally the only thing you, you use. You won't install a podcast app on your actual phone. You have to have a specific phone for downloading. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I've got to be charging my phone overnight, Ben. I, I can't be like that's got to be on silence out the way, and then I get that phone out and listen to me podcasts. But as you say, <laughs> we're moving in. But to be fair, she does stay in her mum's. Well, it, it used to be twice, but now the first morning was this morning. She actually got, got up at 5 a.m. to go to work and witness. 
and it wasn't that bad, she said. So I mean, it's only going to be five, one night. Sounds pretty badly. <laughs> uh, mate, I've done, I think I've mentioned it briefly on these. If anyone will remember, her body clock, mate, and her sleeping patterns, Ben, are just, you can't even, you couldn't make them up, mate. It's been so bizarre. It's just beyond belief. So that's probably normal for her, but... I wouldn't be in bed I just like need... that anyway. I'm usually editing. I'll be yeah. Yeah, you're saying, you're just getting your head down, aren't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but no, the podcast, I am a, a bit behind on them, but I'll, I will catch up with them. I'll find time then. Fair enough, fair enough. But no, like on the... Uh, I was going to say, before we move off full of a wrestling, I was going to ask, like, yeah, what did, what did you make of... Uh, you got to see a Brit Red show, mate, you know, live in the fresh. Like, well, you, know, you say this, I, mean, I say this like you haven't seen... Hundreds of Brit Res shows over the years. And as I say, I, mean, I will always, before I mention the ale, I'll always mention that I have had COVID twice and my brain fog is a real thing and my memory. But it's probably because I was pissed, Ben. I can't remember nothing from these fucking Brit Res shows over the years. I mean, you were going to see Pentagon and LAX and whoever the flyer was that yeah. Month, you know. Yeah, I was into all that. And, you know, would, would you see? I don't know. So, if I ever say something wrong here, you know, obviously laugh at me, people who's listening, but I don't know the ins and outs of Brit Res. So, you know, them ones I went to see though, Ben, would they weren't like the local, you get me, federations, really? Do you know what I mean no. by that? Well, we talked about it on the verses, then we like you come to GPW to see like guys yeah. wrestling and that, but other than that, you'd be like coming to like the DTTI for Fight Club Pro or the odd progress show where they had somebody in that you were interested in. Flying, isn't it? It's yeah. more for or the TNT the because TNT has been more up your alley when they've had like Ace Austin over and people like that. Like, which it's on my doorstep, TNT, and you know, obviously, the flyings make it better for me, but even like the, the shows they run without them. They're all right for me. The sound, you know, I have a good time and, and they always follow on for the next show, do little promos and setups and angles and storylines. So I'm happy with that. It helps you but, Scott you know, Yeah, oh, there you go, mate. What a true worker he was, Ben. Talk about workers. <laughs> take a bump. You know what I mean? That's it. That's what it's all about. And the fans were just... A palm was on, weren't they? Oh, they were. Yeah. Come on, you've got to admit that. But no, I'll just say future shot compared to that stuff. Then getting to see that live, uh, it was a, it wow. was a treat being sat there. It's like Big T Justice comes out like in the in the rumble, and there's all these like you know young trainees okay. who you know aren't quite there yet. Who were uh, you know still important things together, it, ben, you know, it's physically like and um, you know in the rest the matches, the-, the matches themselves, the singles and the eight man's that they were fine because. You know, they went on. It was that. It was the rumble. It's a bit of a brick wall, didn't it? Midway through, it was like it was because I didn't know anyone. That's why it's not against the, the wrestlers. It was a little yeah, and that's like what the I mean. first match. What it was like. I don't know if the convention crowd was the best place to throw them into the walls. Like, but, but it, it was. It, it was not really laid out. By... I don't know, was it? That was the other problem. Like it was. But this is it because last. Well, sorry, last year's one. Three years ago's one. Like Sam Bailey. To be fair to him, I was incredible. Was like the. Was the glue of both of them, but you can tell he's he's got to be. I'm, if I'm wrong here, he's the brains. He's laying these oh, out. He's the, he's the glue. Like he's, now, future yeah, he's, he's, company, basically. he's he's definitely doing it together, and he was brilliant in both of them. But he, even in this one, he was literally like taking them by the hand. This one and like guiding them through it. He was one bookend at number one, and then Braun Strowman <laughs> to the bookend at number twenty, <laughs> and it's just. <laughs> How bizarre do you want to be, though? It's just ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? 
Brilliant. <laughs> that was the thing. Me and you were about to leave because, like, we were just fed up at that point because it was it was a bad rumble. It was awful. Yeah, it, it just dragged on, didn't it? It did. Full of some absolute. You know, they're, they're just. They're, I'm not going to be mean. They're un, You know. No, you can't be mean because. School, you yeah, know, this is what it. Of a low. But in a way, then I always say sometimes with wrestling like that, even like when using TV, I don't mind if. Some wrestlers get through out there, and you've got to learn on the fly. You're learning on the job. Do you know what I mean? Go, that's a good way of sink or swim, isn't it? You've got to do it. So yeah. you fucking made up to see Braun, though. You know. Oh, you, I had a feeling Braun Strowman launching Sam Bailey, who you've been on at least more than one <laughs> night out with <laughs> yeah. around the ring at a convention next door to the Echo Arena, 2022. I think you. I think you mentioned it on Spotlight, Ben. The six degrees of separation, mate. The the goal is like so. It's ridiculous, isn't it? You can literally pin me to like anyone in WWE, could you? You could do it, like. So you've wrestled. You you've re- 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 wrestled Gary, who's wrestled Bailey, who's wrestled. Who's wrestled Braun, Braun Strowman, who's wrestled Roman Reigns, who's cousins with The Rock. There you go. There's six degrees. There. You get to Steve Austin very quickly. You know Goldberg. <laughs> It's crazy, isn't it? I love it though. <laughs> that side of it to me and wrestling of all that will never be top. It's just and so when I bizarre. say you've mesh- you've wrestled Gary, I mean in in the back garden, but still it counts. <laughs> oh, I told you this, Ben. No, get it right. It wasn't in the back garden. It was in the front room. <laughs> That's where we wrestled. <laughs> ben, one day I swear. I'll, I will personally buy a VHS player. I've got one XWA tape left in my drawer. Hmm. That's one of me, honestly, one of my biggest life regrets is getting rid of all our videos that we taped, filmed of our, us wrestling. And I've got one left. And Cluey's not on it, though. So it's me and Gary are on it and a couple of others. But Cluey's not on this one. So um, one day, we'll I'll either transfer it to DVD and bring it round, or I'll bring the actual tape round, and we'll watch it. And I've just—you'll be laughing your head off, mate. <laughs> I'll see if I can find any of my tapes. I'm wondering as uh, as hardcore as yours, but oh well. We could have had an intermotional feud. Oh, those days are gone. Yeah. Well, what was what was JP going on about then? Uh, was I hearing that wrong on the last TNT? Or what was it when we were together? Was it Leeds, or was it you mentioning a TNT? Or something about, about a charity wrestling event? Because I said I challenged you too much, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> JP's always got these dreams, a grapple live show, you know, things like that. You know. uh, I'll be right, tell you, he'll be listening, only I'll be right up for that, JP. As long as I'm the booker of it, then I'm the right out. I'll be <laughs> so you're going over is what you mean? Oh, Ben, no, no, no. No, I, I'll do the honours, mate. But I'll get me heat back afterwards. <laughs> 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 like uh, like Eric Rowan and uh, Full of a Rastler, same thing. Oh, brilliant that was. Yeah, that was on the fly, though. I think so. Uh, or it, it was like the only way he was willing to put over this skinny, young Manchester wrestler he clearly <laughs> never heard of, despite having been in a ring with him before. Like, was like, okay, yeah, yeah. watch him afterwards, right? <laughs> yeah. Give him that big, like, claw slam, didn't he? Yeah. That he does. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, anyone stand up for you on the show then? No? No one? Sam Bailey in that rumble was was brilliant and um, came across obviously yeah he, he was he he was funny as well you know what I mean and you know he was actually quite funny in there he done a few good comedy spots but in that eight man as well obviously shout out to the true workers like Joey Hayes and Damon Lee they, they they've been putting the work in for years that them lads so they like you can just tell can't you know 
Yeah. You've been doing it that long. It's just, you, you just know what to do, you know, and you, you've got it and you know exactly where to be, what to do. You know, you need people like that. Yeah. You do, no matter what level you're at. You need workers like that, totally. Workers, workers, mate, you know. Proper, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's your body, honestly, man. That's one of your top 10 Benoisms, isn't it? That one. <laughs> workers, worker. Workers, worker. Professional wrestler. Doing a professional wrestling match. <laughs> oh, did you have any uh, highlights from the uh, from the day that otherwise for love wrestling? You know the uh, the Q and As and stuff. The other people we got to see. Yeah, we seen. Um, who did we see? We seen IRS and Bo Dallas. That was a good one. IRS was struggling to move a bit, wasn't he? Getting in the ring and stuff. But his his mind and his memory was still there. He was he was telling great story. Could listen to him all day. To be honest, he was great. And because he's one, and you know me, Ben, I don't like dislike many wrestlers, but he's he's in that conversation for wrestlers that don't like IRS. <laughs> never ever liked them at all in any incarnation of his characters, or I've never been a fan. But his telling stories, he was really good. He was brilliant. I didn't like and that he then, came on to uh, Ted DiBiase's music, though. I feel like he should have got the old school tax, you know, sound. The typewriter was yeah, different, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doing your taxes, you know. <laughs> No, but he, he was he was very good. And obviously, we've seen Vince's Devils. You didn't know who it was, did you? Is that a thing? <laughs> you have to ask... Has anyone ever called them that, Vince's Devils? That was like, the first time I heard, that was kind of like, um, I'm sure it was in a game of something. I don't know what game would have been playing. And it was like, it. I don't think they were officially called it on telly. It was an internet thing that like has stuck, or a game thing that stuck that. This but I being knew... Victoria, Tory Wilson, and... Candice Michelle. Candice Michelle, yeah. You can't just Michelle someone. I'm taking a shot at you here, Ben, already. It's someone you probably have never seen wrestle because it's like 0708 W. That's like you've never seen that, have you? I hate this. Like, you've been giving me this in the chat this week. Like, we were talking about like Edge, who's going to come up later, by the way. And you're like, oh, you've probably never seen any of his matches. I've never seen an Edge match. Like... <laughs> no, you've seen the obvious IWC ones that like, get nailed or get loved. You haven't seen his proper work, Ben. Oh, so you told me 0708 is a like a blind spot because you're winning WWE at all, was you? My blind spot is like after I'd done the wrestling thing is like 2007 and Benoit and that. Like I wasn't asked. 08, 09, wasn't really paying attention. 10. This is it. That's what I mean. Spotty. And then 11, I'm back in up until like, yeah. you know, 20, Punk left, 2015, 26, the Brian stuff. No. And that's kind of what I'd I say from, from 11. I'll give you from 11, because even if you haven't watched WWE from, since Punk left, you've been doing the podcast and stuff, so you, you keep up with it, don't you? Let's I'm be watching honest. more of it than you. You don't watch fucking Raw, are you one of us? Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, you have actually. That's what I can't believe. You've been watching Raw, yeah? But <laughs> you haven't seen the three-hour Raw in about four years. Dev 07, 08. That's why I keep hammering about Edge. It might, don't get me wrong. It, well, we'll save it for after, but it won't change your mind on him. But that is like... When he's on top runs, Ben, that you haven't seen. That's one time it explains, yeah, but you won't listen. That's I've definitely it. seen stuff. I've seen the TLC with Cena. You know, I've seen Edge do WWE slightly above average <laughs> WWE style matches, and I've got no wish to go back and watch any more of them. I'm sorry. That, I'm at That's my limit. Play. It's done. That's fair play. <laughs> what was the original question? You've lost me saying a fort now about Edge. Vince's Devils. That's Tony it. Vince's Devils. You look good. It, no, Tori hasn't changed one bit, has she? She has. Hasn't changed a bit. Great. 
well, she's always looked great, Ben. Let's get it clear here. Like, she's always looked tremendous. But, you know, but she was me one back in the day. Her and Trish Stratus were the two, like, my ones back in the day when I was a teenager, like, on my wall and that. I'll be, you know, they were the two for me. So it was good to see, I like... Sonny on my wall. My mum ripped it off. Um, she said there was a Did she, yeah? yeah was, oh, Ben, know, I had collages. The lot, mate. I'm not going... <laughs> I'm not going into it, but I had collages and everything. <laughs> Trish Stratus on my wall. <laughs> I was going to say, my mum also, and I don't know if the two things are related, like Crewy's mum threw away all my power slams, and I'm still bitter about that to this day. Oh, like, that's the thing with that. Doesn't then, know what she probably, as you say. Doesn't know what she, uh, what she threw away. Goldmine, mate. <laughs> childhood, Ben. Just our childhood, mate. That's Some what of them I'm were saying. Bad, like, the front pages of those Raw magazines were like, Half naked Saint oh. or half naked Sonny and stuff. It was dodgy. Like. It's Russo, isn't it? Yeah. It's Russo to a T. It's his magazine. It was. Ah, oh, mate. Just what a guy. What a guy. But uh, <laughs> then, Roma, as you say, if, like I used to, back then, I was in my nans a lot. So I'd like have to leave them upside down the covers. You know what I mean? So it was like I was hiding the videos on the back or something. So it was like, because they were, you know, to, to the casual eye. They were like pornos, ain't they? Or like a, oh, even an FHM or something. It was like one of them, wasn't it? You know, so... Power Slam, you look at it, it was like, you know, pink letter and Power Slam. And then like, you know, good looking topless men. <laughs> just, you know, it, yeah. just, it looked like a certain type of magazine. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. it did, didn't it? <laughs> I always think that, don't you think wrestling grew up with us? Like, you know, when we were kids, we had like, you know, Hogan era and whatever in the cartoon era. And then Attitude era was like... Bang, we're teenagers now. So now it's like, yeah, it's an ass and pointing at your dick and saying swear words. Like, yeah, you know, it's like, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't supposed to be marketed to us, but it definitely was. Like, that's why our generation, yeah. Oh, around. but as you say, them magazines, mate, as you say, they were like very, very, I'd say to the untrained eye who didn't know, it was definitely risque. Like, you always, that's a that's a point you always have though, like on that point, like on time and stuff, and like the way like wrestling's kind of followed us and stuff, and the way like our generation seems to be the one that's constantly catered for because yeah, we're a certain age oh, when things were big. I have this right. I have this with well, we used to have it with Cluey more about like it wasn't about wrestling though. I was like, I I think I put a bit more broader. I'd say like as in our generation, I'd have it in the best, and he'd say, well, any generation would say that. But with wrestling, I genuinely think what you're saying here, it, it has been like the way it's been with us. It, it, it's bizarre, Ben. It really is. It's... I think it's a general thing in life, though, isn't it? Because I always say, like, we've you had think? that conversation that, like, the way we and our generation, like, everything has kept all of our nostalgia is, like, yeah. readily available. Like, we're the first generation where, like, the things we, like... That was it. You explained that to me. That was the one. Yeah, that yeah, was it. Is 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 immediately available. You know what I mean? And it's like the nostalgia for our era, for our music, for our the things we'd watch and stuff. It's and at all, the click of a button, isn't it? It's all there. A click of a button. Whereas generations before us didn't have that. You know, it, it was lost to the ether. It was cool for a minute, and then the next thing was cool. Like we're kind yeah. of like I don't know. I don't think it's just a. We've had this conversation. Is it just wrestling fans who? have that feeling or or have these conversations or like, you know, people in other arenas who kind of realise that's kind of the case as well? I don't know because I'm, like, even with music, Ben, like, I'm a big music guy and I think that's the case with rap and I'm not necessarily the biggest rap fan, but I was at that time of, like, you know, where I think you hopped out, I know we're flip-flopping everywhere here, but you hopped out, you hopped out of rap, didn't you, in, like, what I call 
the commercial glory years are like 99 to like 05. And like, that was like Somewhere the event. That was like... Bear in mind, I was still running yeah. rap forums on the internet until like 2000. No, but, you, but that's what I'm trying to say. You would, you would be like about, about the stuff. You liked all the stuff. Yeah. Whereas I think with rap, I'm the same with wrestling. That was like, as we say, that's rap's attitude era where like everything was commercial, was popular. But after that, I don't like ever go to any... I stick with that. And I know it's different with wrestling because I'm more of a fan of wrestling. I'll stick with stuff. But you always go back to your nostalgia. So I don't know. It's just... I'd they love... You've Raps like wrestling. What's that? Raps like wrestling. It had yeah. this great period. You know, there was a rap IWC with, you know, with, you know, Naz <laughs> at the helm and, you know, Eric B and Rakim, you know, KRS1. There's all these people you're supposed to like, Wu Tang Clan and that. And, you know, there's, <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes through like that, you know, the, the popular phase when everyone's into it and all of a sudden, you know, you know, it's not Biggie anymore. It's DMX and Jay Z and, you know, it's the, uh, the at, like you said, Eminem. Eminem, the attitude era rap into like 2002, 2003, 2004. And then, in my opinion, you know, it just died. It died a death at that point, and then. Was but was there any was there any one artist Ben that killed you off, or like they must have been the big artist at the time? You were a proper rap head at the time. Hmm. They must have been someone like a wrestling. We're like, say Triple H come along, didn't he? Killed everyone off, or the indie like the Ring of Honor heads. He killed everyone. He must have been a, a rap Triple H who like killed everyone for you. He must have been. Well, this is the thing, because I act like I lived through like you know Biggie and Tupac and Daz and Wu Tang and you know the, the proper like mid nineties stuff. But I didn't. I just listened to it all retrospectively in like nineteen ninety nine in the year two thousand. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, you, you remember. It's like WCW. You know, I, I I fondly remember watching those WCW tapes from like you know IWC WCW. But it wasn't yeah. until nineteen ninety six that I was actually watching that stuff. So it's the same thing, really, and you know, as I've said this to you before, like, and like, you know, Dipset became big, and it was like on the, on the hardcore internet rap forums. That wasn't proper rap. That wasn't, okay, you know what you're yeah. A lot of it actually probably follows along, like Wu Tang. You know, they were great, they were great, they were great. Then the W came out in 2000. That was pretty good, and then their albums after that kind of were terrible. And I well, was yeah. very you ingrained in that scene, so that's probably the equivalent. Well, you mentioned Dipset there. So you missed, like, the proper mixtape scene. Was you not into G-Unit and all that? No, G-Unit, again, was another one. It was just, it was like, I don't know, if I felt it was too commercial or too many people See, but that's it. There you go. You're you're always like My little thing became everyone else's, you know. You're the underdog. You you love, like, the the, the hardcore, like, the Ring of Honor, the prop, you know. You're like, you don't like the commercial. I'm onto it now, what you like, Ben. I'm onto it now. (laughs) We're getting somewhere. Who's my rap equivalent <laughs> to that then? Um, Immortal Jedi man. Yeah. <laughs> that was a shout the other day, la. That reminds me of Crewy and Ghost, la. They used to, because I was always, they were always the rap heads. I clung on to rap till about 07, 08. I was always Cameron and Dipset with me, as Crewy. That's all I listened to in sixth form. He was my man, but always has been. What's that? Well, no, I was going to say, but like wrestling, you know, there's that equivalency. And like wrestling, after being great, you know, for that little, you know, that glory period, or like, not even just wrestling, no, the WWE, it was then shit for 20 years, wasn't it? So, you know, it all kind of <laughs> fits together. So, Raph's been shit for 20 years as well, WWE, have we haven't done He'll be fuming, I think, saying that. <laughs> oh, mate, he's going to call you next time you Go on any, you said don't go in the comments, go on any YouTube video of any 90s rap video and there's at least 40 people going this is what real rap is not this mumble shit yeah. from today like everyone everyone we're all the same 
we're all permanently stuck yeah. in a time warp, and I, I, I yeah. think it's just rapping wrestling. I think, you know, it's just uh, but he's general. he. Like what my point was, I say I go all over the place. That uh, I apologise, but hopefully he, Liam's enjoyed the is, last ten minutes because I'm not sure anyone else will have. But anyway, we'll link it back to wrestling. <laughs> we will, sorry, but I need to get this out. It's like I'm a rock guy. Cluey's a rap guy, right? This is me. What I'm trying to say. So I'm a rock guy, but I haven't even consistently stuck with the new rock scene till now. Whereas Cluey has genuinely stuck with rap since the beginning, and he still does now. As he says to you, what I always say, he'll say, like, Benno says there's not good albums. He said, there was about five last week. Yeah, <laughs> you know I, mean? I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, he, and he, I know he, I'm he wrong. <laughs> but it, it... No, he generally sticks with it, but as you say, we're out of it. It's it just, we're just like that, inclined to the past, maybe. He I don't know. Say, I'd love. He would I say to it. me, like, well, you haven't listened to any of it, have you? So how do you know? And that's what you'd say to me about the people you haven't watched it. So. Exactly. So it's like, <laughs> which is bullshit, yeah. by the way. Because you get if I did watch it and moaned about it every week, you give me shit for that as well. Why are you watching something? Yet? <laughs> no, no, but it wouldn't because you've actually seen it. That uh, you wouldn't. You anyone who's uh, you know me, but anyone who's seen anything, as I always, I'm not even like promoting this or like Hallelujah or whatever. If you've seen it, and you don't like it. Fine. I don't give a shit. Fine, you don't like what I like, Sam. But as long as you've seen it, I'm not going on hearsay. I'm not going on the bandwagon. Fair enough. Watch it and give your opinion, and I'll talk to you all fucking day long. Love it. I love it. But about the time one, Ben. Honestly, I need to dig out that episode. You explained it good there in a way. There's an episode of the Rewatchables on the podcast, the film podcast, and it's about the Doors, the Doors film, and this guy fucking nails it. For, he's exact because I was I was half asleep listening to it at three o'clock in the morning one night, and he started talking about time and how like the doors and then like the film was made thirty years later and he was compared what we talk about but in music terms I dig that out I'd love to just people just I fascinates me so much I'd love to hear it all be in a room with people who just like. Explain it to me. I fucking love it. Every generation's had that where they think their generation's the best and their music's the best. No, I said that before. I get that. Our generation is like being in charge of kind of not, not, I don't know what the word would be, not restoration, but like, you know, keep, you know, keeping it type of thing. It's like we've we've been able to like. Or even if we wanted to get rid of it. It's there, isn't it? If we we want something, we can get an app, we can get a stream, we can get this, and we can access it still. Whereas, as you say, that's a good way of looking at it. We're in charge of the world, aren't we? So, like, you know, it's kind of. Yeah, it's it's like even my little brother, like our our Mark, no, he likes current rap, but he knows the good stuff is from before he was born in the 90s. Like, because people our age have drummed that in, whether it be in YouTube comments or elsewhere, that that's the right way to think because we're right. Yeah. You know, and we're, we're, we've got like the power there, but yeah. Loads of uh, equivalents to uh, to wrestling there, but Loads. Boy, you, you started off on that on one there. Like you know, we did say we were going to get into like your uh, <laughs> your pet peeves from the month or like things that have wound you up that either we've said or like you know in the discourse in general. You know, you got a you got oh. a few, few subjects you uh, you do want to get into in well, the. Uh, well, in the Edge is the one in it to start. I mean, Crackling. one promo said one with one promo he's done on, and it was even a thirty second clip of the promo. Set the internet on fire with the edge hatred. What was that all about? I, I genuinely don't know where it started. Because it was shit. It? It's awful, yeah. It, it, you know what, Ben? As I said to you in our private group chat, 
I can get it with the fiend. I can. Like, I I didn't love the fiend, but you know, you know me. It didn't bother me, me at all. I feel like the fiend well, should be one of your guys. No, he is. I, I didn't hate it, but it wasn't like unbelievable because it was a part of the pandemic era or whatever. But whatever. But I can genuinely. I'm doing a you here. I can see how people <laughs> hated the fiend, though. Right? I can. No, I genuinely can't. I can. I can really see it. But with that edge promo. And it was just a normal, even if you said it was a bland, basic heel promo, fine. But it, it stayed up so much fucking hatred. <laughs> I had to jump in. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was even mental then, honestly. Meltzer, who's your brother in arms when it comes to Edge and Randy Orton has turned on Edge finally. It's just... Has it's, he? Yeah, it's just... But he was giving what it, he, he said? He was giving it grief on Observer Radio uh, this week. Just, it, just it's, the, it's, it's the delivery of it. It's the, he thinks he's doing serious acting. The lights are dimmed and he's sat on a chair and he's, you know, all the, all the blue light effects he's been doing the last few weeks. The scales of justice, Ben, in it with the little ball on the scale. Oh, I love it, just, I love it. And he's staring into the camera and he's pulling mean faces and he's, you know, telling, you know, telling these epic, like, yarns and he, he just thinks he's got this great, it's just not there. It's so overdone. <laughs> Alistair Black, Bray Wyatt, you know, a million spooky characters before. It just doesn't work in any way. And it is... You know, I, I was I've been winding you up this week on on the edge stuff in that. Like, I've never really been a fan. I've like I think I would say I like him more than Christian, which is sacrilege. And you know, that's an anti IWC opinion. <laughs> yeah, Christian's small, so a... we must be better. Like, that's the act of you're going thing. against the grain name for once, Ben. Little bit. Christian's Little more up than edge, yeah, yeah. For once, okay. But like, yeah, I, 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 but I, so winding you up a little bit and saying he's, you know, he's always been crap. But I do think it's. It's pulling. It's it is making people question. <laughs> like, but is this why it's sending people over? Are they, are, they, are they thinking back now? Because it's I've seen a few say like, you know, it's been rubbish. He's never been good, and I think that's just a knee jerk. You know, I, I think because I don't know. You see, I was never on. I mean, I was on the UKFF and these forums, but I was never a hardcore like reader. I was just giving me two cents, winding up and getting off. Chris, uh, what's his name? Chris Platt. No, we weren't. No, we'll get this right. We were never trading. I was buying. He still does business up you to this day. Um, but he no. does, and he, he, he threw me in a hey, can I shout him out because he threw me in a freebie this month. This month, so thank you for that, Chris. Um, <laughs> it's a good lad, but. But no, I, I mean, I because I, was he? Be honest, Ben. Was he ever liked Edge though? Was he at the time? Or because everyone hated Cena, didn't he? And he was the the first guy that come along that got Cena cheered because Cena was getting booed in his feuds before that. I don't yeah. know because I wasn't on these forums. He think... get, no, but that's people forget that, Benno. Edges... He was the first heel to get Cena cheered. He was. Edge has had like a mix. So maybe this podcast should be called the IWC with Massey Edwards because like we can discuss it. Could be, that's we can a, yeah, that could be actually... IWC kind of like I don't know beliefs over the years. I think Edge is a mixed yeah. one because I think people everyone loved Edge and Christian. Then they tried. Ben, oh, go on. Ben, sorry to jump in and I might do that a lot. Yeah, people went crazy over the cashing, the first Money in the Bank cashing. I can imagine the internet boards were up in arms loving that. Yeah, so like that's, a, that's what I mean though. So there's that period. There's then the period where they tried to push him as a singles, where like, you know, or they teamed up with Hogan and they did the SmackDown 6 stuff. And I think he was just counted among 
that you know he's the fresh face of you know the future type of thing. And I think you know yeah. there's definitely a bit of there's always been grumbling that oh, Christian's the better one. You know, well he's smaller, so why why doesn't yeah. why doesn't why doesn't Vince up like or push him? And then obviously there's you know the 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 stuff over you know the Matt Hardy stuff where he was very much the uh, oh, I forgot about that, that with the IWC. Yes, but, but then about you know that. I think it's kind of universally you know thought that the you know the the the, the rated R stuff the the stuff with Lita and the, you know the sex celebration stuff and that you know we had a good run and the legs were kind of cut cut. Rating straw, Ben, as you love, mate. He's a rating straw, wasn't he? And he's I definitely I think in that period is seen as like. One of the good guys, like him and Jericho, versus like the bad guys of Triple H and Shawn Michaels trying to hold everyone down. I think they are seen as sympathetic figures through that point. So I don't think he was ever really a hate figure. I think you're right. You know, his his periods at the tippy top, if it ever really happened, um, you know, was not stuff that. <laughs> what do you mean if it ever really happened? <laughs> he made a bunch of manias and SummerSlams and everything. I don't. Come on. He, he wasn't. A, he wasn't Cena, was he? He wasn't a top guy. He was, he was a guy. He was carrying SmackDown. I know that for a fact. Obviously, it wasn't Raw back then, but he was carrying SmackDown on his back, mate. With, he had a, a wood wagon and he was pulling it with an old rusty <laughs> rope, mate. That's but, what he was doing. But, but, when, but, you know, he had that period and, you know, yeah, you know, he'd be the cool kind of heel going over, you know, going against Cena and stuff. And then his, his retirement's like, when was it? 2010, 2011. 11, yeah. It's not a long period of time, that. Like, you're acting like I've missed a lot. I haven't missed a lot of his career. No, you, he was you missed his gone. You, this way you don't believe he was on top because you, you haven't seen, but he was main event in every single pay-per-view, Ben. He was in the main event on these joint shows as well. They were all tri-branded back then, as they called it. He was the main event more times than not, Ben. As well, Jericho during that period. Way overrated. But anyway, from what I've seen. But anywho. Jericho is, yeah. <laughs> Tell Joe that. But then, then he disappeared for like, you know, eight years, nine years, and he came back. Okay, I've got a lot of butts coming after this bit, but go on. And I very much, during that period, enjoyed this podcast. You know, him and Christian, you know, they seem like level-headed, retired blokes who were willing to give credit where it was due, recognise that, like, say, AJ Styles was really good, but also recognise that the, like, a bit. the WWE booking was a bit shit. And, you know, they were, I, I honestly, that was the fondest I've ever been of them too, was that little podcast run. But then he's came back, mate, and he's been fucking awful. He looks like okay. shit. His promos are shit. The Listen. matches have been bang average. The no. four of them that he's had, he's just he's, <laughs> no. He's, whatever no. legacy he had, we can disagree it. on. He's he's pissing no, off. You've got to break it. Let's let's break. You know, we could go on all day about you know his whole career. At the start, Ben, I always say with Edge, and I always go to this, and I might repeat myself like a broken record. He worked his way up the proper way. He debuted, come in, little singles, tag team champion, IC champion, US champion, whatever, king of the ring. Pushed, as you say, up a mid-car feud, threw in with the workers, the, the IWC workers of the SmackDown 6 era, put in with all them. Didn't look out of place. Then he was just on the cusp and he got injured. People forget he got injured for a year as well. So he comes back in 04, changes his character. He's a heel, works his way up again. Everyone wants him to be world champion. Becomes world champion, great main event set, whatever. We'll go on all day about that. But Ben has come back, to be fair to him. He had a great, great moment coming back, yeah? Everyone can see that. Everyone got swept up in it. Even if you hated him, it was a great moment to see him back. All right. The feud with Orton, you can say what you want about it. And the Mania match, I will have to go and watch back, because I did watch it with you 
pissed up. <laughs> they were apart. And it was, it did go long and it was pandemic and there was literally no one there. So I'm not trying to defend it, but I remember it being poor. I hold my hands up. But then the greatest wrestling match ever, ignore the tagline. That was fine. No, but you, you know, it's, as you say, you know, I, you know me, I'm honest, Ben, do the week. They're going to go a bit over the top, aren't they? They're going to try and, you know, put these taglines on it and all that. And that wasn't that bad. That was good. And then he got injured again, though, Ben. People forget this. He was out for another six months. So it's not as if he's, you know, as you say. And the Seth view for me, I know I'm, <laughs> I'm over another kind of waves on this IWC here with, with Seth and Edge. It sounds like people's worst nightmares. But the Edge needed that feud, and he needed them three matches. They were really good. I think Meltzer gave them all four point two five and above. If you want to go and off on good days, then yeah. <laughs> but anyway, and then he had his little thing with Beth Phoenix, his wife. So you'd ignore that then, because you know he's just doing that for the kids and for himself. <laughs> you just enough. ignore that, do you? <laughs> no, but you know, but let's be honest, we all know what goes on behind the scenes. You know, we can all talk. We know why he's doing that, though, don't we? We're not like they're not, Edge knows he's not going to go out there and have five star force with the Miz in a mixed tag. He's doing it for us. Wants to see his kid, his kids, see the mum and dad share the ring and have a cool moment, and then he's come back and he, at least he's having a go with this new character. He's not just, you know. Grizzle veteran edge. He's, he's having a go with a new character. So I'm gonna here's what everyone I'm gonna give it time, Ben. Let's see where it plays out. You know, I'm gonna that line. Oh, I spoke like a true WWE fan. Oh. But you know, it's I look have oh it's what yeah, I'm not I'm, and I'm not just defending him because yeah. I like him. That's just the way it's been I mean, since he's come back. <laughs> no, but it is though. It, you know, I just don't I don't get it. And I am obviously in a way I'm gonna defend him because I like him at the same time, but <laughs> No, but it is, though. It's like, that's what's happened. That is what has happened. And, you know, the Styles match wasn't everyone's cup of tea. Could it have been a bit faster paced? Could that's your way of saying it was fucking boring. Just a bit <laughs> <it was> boring. <laughs> no, it, it, you know, it is what it was, what it was. You know, but... Is that a new idea? <laughs> You've been listening to me. No, I'm not. It wasn't the best in the world. That's what you're going to get out of it. That's, that's, that's what you're the best get. you're getting. That's the best you're getting, folks. Yeah. Criticism, but, man. you know, every. but I do, to be fair as well, and in his matches, I had the Roman match as well, which was good, obviously, because it's Roman. But that's why, and to be fair to him, he's wrestled since he's come back like a 47-year-old guy who's been out for 10 years. So, in a way, that makes sense, and that's fine. You don't can't expect him to be coming back doing all these big bumps he used to do, being super fast-paced. He's working how he should. He's not, you know, he's not embarrassing himself anyway, let's put it that way. I mean, I think he is with his character. But no, anyway. he's not. Maybe character then, you can have that, yeah, but not his work. He's not embarrassed with his work at all. For a near 50-year-old, I think he's, who's been out for 10 years, who was never going to wrestle again, I think he's doing pretty fine. That's all I'm saying. I think, like, if to take the IWC, like, conversation, I think he was teetering. It was like... Do we hate him or do we love him? Like you know, that's the impression I've got. Because yeah. if if he take if he had the bollocks, like his mate Christian, to go to AEW oh. when he when he was doing that, um, no, but uh, this is almost to your point though. Imagine how differently we view him. <laughs> view him. Well, yeah, maybe Ben, but once again, it is if but maybe and we you know we live in that fantasy booking world and stuff, you know, and I, I I get dragged into it myself, but I don't know what do you think he'd be doing AEW? Would he be using them like a, a what? Like a like a Christian, do you think? Now and again. 
maybe a bit more push than 50. They got Jericho in the end, didn't they? So it kind of, kind yeah. of like was a moot point, really. But I think that was the idea at the start. He was going to be like, you know, an established star. He couldn't wrestle with WWE, so they were going to make him a thing in, in AEW. You know, if that had gone well, you know, and Jericho's mm. first while went well, you know, I wouldn't want to watch it again now. Um, but no. I kind of wouldn't want to see it happen again now. But for the time and to establish AEW, it worked. It could have been a different story, mate. You know, we might be all looking going, oh, isn't it cool? The Edge came back and, you know, he was willing to work with, like, these different guys and take a chance and, you know, break out of it. Because he's, I think, part of the reason you like him, part of the reason you like Orton, part of the reason you like Roman, you love these WWE lifers. Like, these lads who've been... <laughs> no, you well, yeah, of course. These lads who've been knocking around for 20 years and have had 10 good matches, you know? You're big fans oh, of them. Nah, oh, no, listen, no, listen to me. No, uh, because, uh, and, you know, every time you say WWE has been shit for 20 years, I let you off with that one because it's such a throwaway grenade of a line that, like, it's just When was the last time you got Roman? Let, wait, no, wait there. <laughs> That's How many years ago? That's because <laughs> I've grew, I, I've grew up now, Ben, and I haven't got as much time as I did. That's oh, the only, okay. I'll say that. If it's good, I still watch SmackDown. I still watch SmackDown, and I still will watch most of Raw to my defense. But you know, I've lost my chain of thoughts again then because you've got me. <laughs> that was it. The WWE twenty years line. Honestly, that is, I let you off with that one because I giggle because it's so fucking out there that line. I just let you go. and these. 10 matches in 20 years is the same. You've probably only seen the 10 good matches. <laughs> so we're going back and forth and we always will continue. And that's the beauty of it. And I love it. Well, but that's the thing. Because like... I, I mean, the, the, I mean, the product for 20 years has not been to my, the way they shoot things, the way the matches are laid out, the way the... the I get the that. I, I, I do. If you're not into that, fair enough, I, I get it. I won't go back and watch that stuff because, no. you know... No, you won't. Just, that, and that's fair, but you're mm. you're that that and this I'm never having a go. <laughs> you know, when I feel yeah, like I am sometimes <laughs> a little bit, but it's like you're not that fan who will usually go back. You're more. We've had this. You've even admitted it yourself. You're more on the pulse. That's what's happening behind the scenes. Mm. You know, you're that fan. You're yeah. let's have it tomorrow, not yesterday, aren't you? You're that. You're, you're, you're that kind of fan with us. Yes, I... but I have still got nostalgia for good wrestling. No, you have no, no, I'm not saying you haven't. We all have, I'm not saying you haven't, but more like even myself say might be more inclined to lean more nostalgia to modern. You're you sit you're 60 40 of tomorrow, not yesterday. I'd say anyway. And I've known you in a while now. So and we've talked a lot of wrestling, so Oh, but you give me a lot of grief for how much, you know, I love like 90s WCW, you know, mid-2000s, ROH. Good periods. I'm nostalgic for. That's the money used to do the beat, aren't No, boy, for, to say for 20... Me and Kimi laugh our heads off at that one because it's the best line ever. 20 years, though, Ben. Largely, it has. Weeks. It's, a true, it's a true statement, <laughs> broadly. And I'm not saying there wasn't, like, you know, the little period, like the Yes Movement period, as bad as some of the book was. Oh, Daniel oh. Bryan. Are you going to mention CM Punk next by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say? There you go. Summer I can Pong. read you like a book. Uh, I can you know, read you. Well, then, the Shield is... versus Team Hell, no. You know, there's a few good weeks of TV. There's definitely been little periods where it's been watchable. But this but it's is been fandom, largely though, booked ben, terribly it? for 20 years with wrestling that isn't is, good. This is fandom, though, isn't it? What you know? Let you know. Let's be serious. 
for a minute. It might even only last 10 seconds. But that, this is fandom. You say me with the WWE for lifers. You know, that's me, though. That, that's my fandom. I like that. You, you're the, you know, we've had this before, the outside of the quirky underdog, like the Brian and the punk getting to the big time. You like to see that type of journey. And, you know, you should be made up. They cracked the WWE, Ben. You know, as you say, they, oh, you go they, well, it's the biggest deal, isn't it? You <laughs> ask them. No, well, you ask them too. And if they're being honest, if Punk's not being bitter, he'll say his biggest achievements win the WWE title. Let's be all markish about it now. He fucking, well, what would he say? Having a fucking 20 minute fondling match with Lee Moriarty was better than beating John Cena <laughs> in his hometown. No. Would he say he'd, that? He'd come up with something. But what would he say, man? That he, like he'd say, like the MJF feud or No, but Punk, right? I'll say this about him. Say again. Or the pipe bomb or individual moments. It's not gonna it's not gonna be that. And Brian's the same. Brian's not wired like that. It's gonna be Are you telling me? No, Daniel Bryan, right? He doesn't care about He'll tell you the biggest moments of his career will be winning the world title at WrestleMania 30. And if he's saying anything else, he's fucking lying to you, Bello. (laughs) He's lying. What do you mean? This might be a, match, a theoretical match with Lee Moriarty. That's how he's wired. Uh, yeah. No, that, no, I have this with Cluey. That's how Daniel Bryan wants you to think. All this, <laughs> oh, he'll go back. No, 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 no. All this Daniel Bryan, and I'm not knocking him here. All this, when he left WWE, oh, he's going to go back to the Little Indies and do it for free. How much is he on in AEW? Is he probably the second highest paid there? Don't believe all this bollocks that he's like doing it for this and that. He's doing it for the fucking money like everyone else is, Benno. vegan hero. Let's be fucking true. <laughs> no, I'm not having it. I'm not lying because it's just like, and I don't hate these, you know, these like, you think I might hate like a Brian and a punk because like, oh, and then they keep WWE off. But Brian always says nice things about WWE. So, so he's all right then. <laughs> no, I don't mind. I don't mind Brian. I don't mind punk either. But if they, if they, you say to them, what's your greatest moment in your wrestling career? And they don't say winning the WWE title, they're both lying to your face. <laughs> all right, Riso. Anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! Having these like honestly, but I love seeing it. Like Daniel Bryan can't wait to get in there and work with like so and so and so and so. Has he fucking? I don't even know. Has he put anyone over yet in AEW? A youngster? Has he done it yet? I mean, does he book his matches? Like, you know? oh, no, 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 but it's Daniel Bryan, the great. He go up to you and, and tell Tony Khan, "I want to lose to this to this fucking I mean, whoever." You know, has he twice. done it? You wouldn't that's know that's, that's the champion. That's no, but he's not like a no one, is he? You know, he's someone that's the champion, like Punk as well. Has he lost to anyone? Like, well, I, to be fair, I wouldn't have Punk down as that. To be fair to him, he's got a, he? He, he hasn't fooled you where he's where he's like you know thinking he's this big savior, this martyr of like, oh, I I'll mean, drop to anyone. That's your WWE brain showing though, isn't it? Brian shouldn't come and lose. Like, no, that's, that's, no, 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 that's my no, that's my point, Benno. He shouldn't like me and Crewy. Like, we when we watch the pay per views, and like, who, who was he on with one time? Miro in the final of whatever tournament that was, another tournament, but anyway, Points. it was him, it was the final of a tournament. And he and him and Mason were like, Oh, Miro's winning it. I said, No, I think Daniel Bryan's gonna win this one. You know what I mean? I don't want him to be doing it. It's these people who think he should be doing it, and he's suggesting it. No, he should be near the top of the car because he's Daniel Bryan, Benno. I'm with well, you I mean, on that he's one, Brian Danielson, but anyhow. Um, He's not. He'll always be Daniel Bryan. Always. Uh, Fucking hell. Well, speaking of being mediocre for uh, for twenty years, mate. Uh, <laughs> Randy Orton had a big celebration this week. Do you, you wanted to mention that? 
mean, we'll you talk know, some non-WWE stuff you, in a bit, obviously. But yeah, we will. And, but uh, sorry, people, if you, you know, literally haven't bleeding ears off this. But um, I needed to mention it's actually a, a you know you might disagree, agree. It's a proper milestone though. Twenty years. Okay, what anyone thinks you can hate them, you can love them. It's twenty years of on telly, no part time, none of this, full time for twenty years. It deserves, for me, it deserves a round of applause in any profession, let alone wrestling. So he's just unbelievable, Ben. Yeah, he's still going strong now, mate. He's got another ten years left in him, mate. <laughs> That's oh, what I love. Terrifying thoughts. But. <laughs> Yeah, but you're not watching it, so it's fine, isn't it? So you know what I mean? Again, seen more Raw recently than you have, mate. But I'll always watch Randy's segments, all right? Always. <laughs> and, but Benny's always been over. This is what I don't get as well. Like, to the outside eye again, and even I'll admit in a minute, but my first point is, he's always been over. He's never not been over, Orton, where you think like, oh, why are they using Randy Orton still? Or they're trying to dig him up, they're trying to do this. He's always had the connection, Ben. Never you know, that's for me. He's over by osmosis. He's over because he's always been there. Because he's been there for twenty years, he's over with the you, kids in the house. No, stop, 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 no, no, stop a minute. What did you just say? Randy Orton's not a top guy. You have me on. He's not, <laughs> he is not the. He's not. When was the last time he was WWE's top guy? No, but yeah, I thought you said he he has never been. Sorry, you saying he's not never been long. Maybe for fleeting moments, but he's not a top guy, is he? It was him and Cena, wasn't it? They were the two carrying Raw and SmackDown for years on end. It was 09, 010, 11. You'd always had Orton on SmackDown, Cena on Raw, carrying. They were the two who protected for the most time, Ben. Been protected for a long time, I agree. But I don't think he's. There's a reason for that because you'd have, you'd have your big stars protected, don't you? You're big on that, aren't you? He's, he's been as protected well. Like, like he is one. Benno, he's a mega he's star. He's a big star, mate. I'm not yeah. He's a mega star. Have you got the numbers to back this up, mate? Graphs? <laughs> well, how many, how many uh, mania main events you want in front of 80,000 people? How many, oh, like, he's drawing all them that? Is he Randy Orton? <laughs> he's part of it. Randy Orton, we're on about here, Ben. And he's, as I say, he's still going strong now. Over. Like, Depends on your definition of the word strong. But it's not even... <laughs> I'm probably ignoring some of these shouts you're saying to me because I'm off of my tirade, you know? I'm just acting on the, the audience here, mate, because I don't think you're going to get many people agreeing with you. Maybe Jamesy, actually, because Jamesy's a, a closet autumn fan. No, but even... No, Jamesy points in, in case, Benno. I'm sure Jamesy, deep down, he might do. He might like him. But he probably doesn't think he's, he's not in his radar as being a great wrestler. But he's probably took the time or probably seen the matches he's had, and for you know, and once again, if you don't like him, you don't like him, but I'm saying he's seen him, and not just going with the thing, actually sat down, watched his matches, and he's probably, he's obviously seen something, hasn't he, that he likes, he's, James, he did say, he's, he's like the biggest Daniel Bryan fan, well, like what I've seen on Twitter, and that, I've never met him, you know, and that, but on Twitter, he's the biggest Daniel Bryan fan, and he did say, Orton's a top five, Daniel Bryan career opponent, not just in WWE, so that must hold some weight because I know you respect Jamesy yourself. That must hold some weight, Benno. It does. That that, that must. It really does, though. I was shocked at that because I thought at first he obviously obviously meant WWE, but he meant a career for Daniel Bryan, and I thought that was that was that was good. That like I think it's a strong, very very it's much. a strong statement, you know. Um, yeah, that's I what we want. A quibble with it, but I mean, I don't think it changes that you know Randy Orton's 
bored me fucking face off for 20 years. Like, you know, it's like... He's, <laughs> but once he's, again, he's probably very... caught the matches where he's... You know, because even, even he said himself on an interview... the, the other I have, was mate, it weird? mate I have seen enough Randy Orton over the last 20 years to, to give a fair... No, that is a long time. Everyone has. Years, yeah, you will, yeah, fair enough. Everyone what has. He's even said on interviews on the Pat Mahavi show, and he's done another couple around Mania and around this milestone where he's admitted himself he was not motivated sometimes and he needs to be motivated and he would got a bit uh, complacent and stuff. And you could tell that, you know, he's US champion a few years ago and he was pushed down the card a bit. Around them times, you get, you're going to get what you get. But when he's motivated, Ben, and when he's got something to fight for and when he's pushed and when he's in a good mood, mate, does that get anyone better? You know, connection with the crowd, unbelievable, mate, honestly. <laughs> I can't be asked, Ben. If anyone's a worker's worker as well, you ask That's any wrestler, Ben. And you know what? I Everyone mentions it. The footwork, the, the movement. Oh, I love God, seeing people tweet it because it gets them so much. I Why fucking love it. It doesn't matter. I'm a fan watching his matches and I'm bored. And I have been for 20 <laughs> years. And he's been basically the same for 20 He's looked the same. He's wrestled the same. Oh, you're big on this. I like this one. Come on, say it. He's been the same character. He's <laughs> literally been the same. But he, he was, he's absolutely a professional. <laughs> Little things can give you a professional three-star to three-and-a-half-star performance with anybody on any night. You know, he'll never get injured. He'll never hurt his opponents. He'll go to the house shows and he'll be over with all the kids there. But I've got to watch him. And I've never been consistently entertained by him. He's, he's over, Ben. He's always been there because he's always been He's there. over with the 8 to 68 demographic. That's how good he is. Oh, is that a graphic do we do well in, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know more than me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not looking saying that oh, no. the end. Yeah, it's the looking good. I'm not. I'm not turning this into the like at the edge debate. It was just to mention the milestone, really, and you know, I think I think that you know you're not going to admit it, but uh, to to stay around anywhere for 20 years, Ben, and not and be a full timer, it's still going. It is. It's the negative of uh, time standing still in our generation being in charge. Nobody should be in the same position for 20 years. <laughs> Him, Miz, Dolph Ziggler, Kofi Kingston, Kingston. a lot of them should get in the fucking bin. And they are... Uh, Miz, hey ben, Miz is 16 years this year. Fuck 16 off. years of the Miz. Yeah. The fact <laughs> that, that's, the, that's been the problem with no competition and no one to jump from one company to the other and the WWE product feeling basically the same, you know, for, for that entire period and looking the same and feeling the same. Like the fact that like time has stood still, it's, it is, it's the, it's the equivalent of the fucking, of Lutez turning up at fucking, you know. Thunder also. Yeah. I'll do Thunder and having a match. It's ridiculous. No, but then, it's even like, like this might be, but like even like Roman this year, ten years. Where's that gone? Like where has that gone? That's ten not, years, like. And Roman's one. I'm not like I don't strongly feel negatively to Roman. Roman, like you know me. Oh, you me can't, Ben. He's a he's a mega super duper star. He's just in the early oh, years. Me and you were like on the Roman yeah. train. Like I remember going back and forth with you on Twitter about how much I was into him. And then obviously there's the you know the, the booking then the booking no it is though even you admit it it was bad on the no I mean you know it's took I mean don't get me wrong like it's took him what eight years to find this character where it should have probably took him three you know we're being serious but he's found it now and yet that's probably it took longer than it should have but I'm just glad he's fucking found this 
And people might turn on this. You can't please everyone, Ben. Like, uh, you know, and this isn't me moaning, but you can't, can you? You, you, you know, you, you want someone, you know, you know me, I'm not big on long title reigns. I've, I think I've mentioned this on Matching Me Versus, wasn't it? You know, the title should flip-flop for me because, as Russo said as well, the Russo great quote is like, if you're all meant to be so damn great, why doesn't the title change every week? Why is someone going to be the champion for like a year? It's like, but now he's got the title for a year. It's like, when's he fucking going to lose it? He's boring. You can't fucking win, Benno. This is what I'm saying. He tries something they haven't done. It's been booked amazing. He's beat everybody. (laughs) You want that? You want your stars to not lose, to have a long title reign. And he beat everyone. So and people but are why would you to... be interested in seeing him wrestle anyone else? Because I mean, I don't. You know, I don't. I'm no fucking whatever. I genuinely can't see because even when everyone's saying it's gonna be the Rock, yeah, that can't be for the title for me. That can't be the Rock. So he's gonna beat the Rock then because if it's for the title, the Rock's not gonna win the belt, is he? Let's be. Uh, he might, but let's. He's not, is he? So I think. I don't know how they're going to do it, Ben. That's what the beauty of it is for me. I still think every month, and Kirby laughs his head off, I still think every month he's going to lose because it's like, where is the end sight? And I'm, and I'm not saying that as a negative. I'm made up because I want to see what they do with it. Are they going to give it to someone, a fluke win, or are they going to give it to someone like The Rock? What do you think? What do you think will happen? I mean, they've got to I don't know. No, I just don't think they think don't these things do. It's just Roman. Roman, Roman wins, lol. Like, yeah. And then they do, they'll do the rock match, and obviously that makes business sense to do next year. It wouldn't shock me if he still had the title. Off. They're not going to make anyone off it. They're not going to have like a. But I think, man, I think, how, how the deal do it is, he hasn't been, they keep saying he hasn't been pinned either since 2019. So that was even before he was the champion, right? He hasn't been pinned in three years. So you could, you could do him losing in like a tag match, couldn't you? Or if, say, a Cody beat him in like an eight man or something. You could live off that way and you could drag that story out where he's been pinned. Now he gets a title shot. Or he's got two belts, hasn't he? So I think someone will beat him for the WWE title, i.e. Cody. And then he's still got the Universal title run. That's yeah, over 600 days. You could do that. I can see that happening. But, you know, I think he will lose the WWE title so you can have him pinned, but you can still have the longest reign still with the Universal title. So I think that's what you should do, really. And you're making Cody there as well, aren't you? First man to beat Roman. So, you know, of course you would. <laughs> but a side note on Cody, because he is, you know, that's the last month as well. Isn't it still so fucking surreal seeing him on Robert? <laughs> it's fucking mental, you know. It's just, it's like he, in the best way, like he, he doesn't belong. I don't know, he does and he doesn't at the same time. It's so fucking weird. He's such a like he, he, this current incarnation of Cody. Like I've like you're not a Cena fan, but I just I get such strong Cena vibes from him. Like the the way he is, and you just know Vince has just fell in love with him, and he's yeah, you know I I it was kind of like the way Gareth and JP were going. I was like I am you, and I think it's gonna end well because I still don't. I still think they'll fuck it up. But right now in this honeymoon period, they are absolutely treating him like he's the top guy. And like, like but Ben, this is like, what I mean, though, Ben. It's mad. About that, like they're gonna fuck it up, you know? Fuck everything up. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But, it, but in like four years, he's doing a job to like an up and coming or whatever. That's not. That, that's what I mean. People are so quick to jump right on, like. Months, mate. <laughs> it's a, well, see, this is what I mean. It, it, it's a disaster if like he loses. 
got a lose as well, haven't you? It's part. It's wrestling. You lose, you win. You, you build back up. It's right, fucking Rupert. wrestling. It's not real. It's not real. But I'm going to that time already. Yeah. Wins and losses don't matter. I've heard this one before. Uh, you still got your block, oh, mate. I, you didn't have the no, ball. No, come and ask him not to, to unblock you. One of I think he's did low. He's one of the. I missed all that thing because I'm going on Saturday. He's all this is that back. <laughs> one of your fucking. Internet darling, flavor of the month, and I love him. Uh, Cash Wheeler said on that great video on AEW this week sometimes wins and losses don't matter, it's about the moments. So even he's got his head fucking screwed on properly, hasn't he? Oh, he's not with this now that wins and losses don't matter. Is this where we're, we're, I know I've never said that. I'm not asked if someone loses, or I'm not quick to jump on saying someone's Betty because they've lost the match on Raw. I don't give a shit. They'll win next week. I'm not asked about all that. Ben doesn't bother me. Crooks. There's a good. There's good stories and bad stories, and you know, and there's losses that make sense and the losses that don't make sense. Of course, no. Of course, these Ben. Of course, I'm not saying that. I mean for the. I mean for the outrage of someone losing on Raw or something. You know, you get it all. But as I say, this way you can't please everyone, and this is where yeah, it's it's great, and that's why we love it so much. The business. That's why this (laughs) is called the business. Or the IWC, yeah, we might have to. Put yes, we'll we'll decide. We'll put that, yeah, we'll put that out there. See what the, what the what the the listeners think. Oh well, should we change course then? I mean, I was going to have a segment where you're going to give us Matty's question of the week. I don't know if you want to do that now, or if I'm going to splice that in uh, earlier at some point, or do you want to get into the other wrestling you've watched? Or do you want to? Uh, what do you want yeah, to we'll get into, we'll keep it with the wrestling then while I'm still. Well, you get you're getting me heated up. I, I, it might take a few of these episodes for me to get proper heated up. I feel like I've had up. <laughs> Quicker than a four, you know, but I've been quite reserved at the same time, I think. What's the other modern wrestling you've been watching then? Modern wrestling, well, over the last month, you might want to get my memory, Ben. I'm not going, I've got I've got my notes here, but I've watched um if we're talking, we've spoke about mainly weekend with the Briscoes, haven't we? And FTR. I seen the FTR match with the young books, that was very good as well. Um they're having some run at the minute. And I but I've you know. And this is where I've always been a fan, you know, of, of the FTR. And I didn't see, once again, I'm, I will always refer to Twitter on these episodes as well, what I see and what I hear. is like, because they had a couple of bad matches with Jurassic Express, was it the Luchas, was it? Was it the Lucha Brothers, which I didn't see? They were quickly writ off. Oh, the shit now. It's like Andrade, when he had that match with Matt Seidel, a fourth Andrade was good. He fucking had one bad match, so what? You know what I mean? Get over it. But anyway, the FTR is the same. They had a couple of bad ones with the Luchas, apparently, or they didn't click, and they were written off. Um, They're always one of the gate. Was that right? I'm, I'm I on, didn't on, know. On, on, on. very... It was more that, like... I mean, you know, they, they had a great reputation from NXT and, you know, the American Alpha matches and all of that. That was a long time They're ago. very good. They are? They, they, it was they, a very long they time are. ago. And we were As running, a tag team. Yeah. You know. But we were running in AEW you know they've been in the company a while the booking hasn't been great the matches haven't been you know it, they haven't been to that level they had some fun little TV matches here and there I've, but... yeah I've got a few written down they, they had one with Jurassic Express a while back hmm. a few months ago that was really really good and, and they had a few of, of the them booking. Most of it was the booking was bad of them, and you know people are. I'm not high on the Young Bucks match from last year, but you know JP had it. No, I was. I, I didn't like that one. Top ten. Um, yeah. But, you know there was there were moments where they were put in you know big positions, and yeah, the Lucha Brothers never worked stylistically. It was always like they were doing the Lucha Brothers match rather than the Lucha Brothers slotting into their match. It was a lot of the cosplay stuff they were doing. You know, like they did come across it. A bit markish. Midnight Express. Yeah, you know, and the NWO gear and all of that. Like, and you know, yeah, yeah, match, it was, you know, that, that, that was plays in. And stuff. 
So they were coming yeah. across a bit like, yeah, n- not the greatest, but yeah, they have, they've been killing it the last couple of months. And yeah, I know, yeah, you love the Briscoes match. And uh, like I said, the Young Bucks, even, even Jim Cornette was saying nice things about that. Uh, that Young and I couldn't believe that. Naming the Bucks by name for the first time in London. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But he, he, they are a bit as if, you know, a genuine tag team, a proper tag team, as I say, you know, I don't think you can get better at the minute. Like, you really can't because. Just you know, just give them like even I'm not big for like give them half an hour. Give them give them half an hour and they'll entertain me like and, I, and I'm not necessarily the big you know time limit guy who needs half an hour. Like it's just they really and tonight it's like no, I know, but I will dip in. Ben, you think I don't like keep up? Or you think I don't? I'm doing a you it raw with AEW. <laughs> 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 but I, I don't like. I don't hate AEW or I don't not watch it. I'll, I'll dip in and out and I'll see what's going on and I'll well, pick and ch- I'll cherry pick. I'm never going to get rid of that stigma, am I? I'll, um, I'll cherry pick the who I watch, you know what I mean? And I still need to watch the coffin match with Andrade and Darby Allen, but they're fighting each other tonight, aren't they? Uh, as we're recording this, the revival. Yeah. So, um, and they'll always be the revival as well. Sorry. Oh, God, right. Daniel Bryan, the revival. Yeah, I see what <laughs> Who else has caught your eye from AEW the last while? Who else have I seen? Well, we've got the Blackpool <laughs> EWR special, the Blackpool Combat Club. <laughs> oh, that name in it, Ben. Come on, it's not good, that name. Come on. It's Thoughts not. On William Regal? <laughs> we've had this about a million times. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's, a, he's a very good promo. He's hilarious. And he's a solid, okay wrestler. That's that, that, that fine. <laughs> Is that okay? Is that acceptable? That seems yeah. That seems fair. Yeah, Black Blackpool Pamba popped out to the point as a horrific name. Like you know, and you know the thing is, you know, Regal didn't even come up with it because he wouldn't call it a combat club. It was Mox, like really. Mox yeah. actually come up with it. I read that. It's weird. That Brendan. it's like it's so bad of a name. But I I haven't seen the um, Wheelie Utah match. Was it? Was that with Mox yeah, on Rampage? Yeah, I bet mean, I mean, it was very good. I don't know whether you'd like it or not, but it was very good. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's blood, isn't it? I mean, blood's universal, so I like that as well. So, um, yeah. But the um, I haven't been, what I've been, what maybe this is like the stuff I don't actually see for myself. I can ask you, uh, roles reversed on these episodes, Ben, is what's the hate uh, with Hangman Page getting, like, and Adam Cole? I know Adam Cole's, is he the modern edge then? Because everyone doesn't like him. What's Screams going on with that Adam as well? Cole, a big fan, aren't you? Oh, he's great. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Are they not? Because I've seen it today that Hangman's got COVID and he's not on uh, Dynamite. And everyone's saying, and I did crack up, but it doesn't matter anyway because he hasn't been on it the past few weeks or so as the champion. True. It's true. Like that. Really? No, well, I mean, that's kind of like been our point. And it's like, it's the way, it is a lot of it's the way Tony Khan just wants to get champions. Is, Underwhelming, really. They're never the top guy. But then never... I've always said that. Mm. You're like, you know, when Mox was champ, and once again, that's pandemic here. That wrestling and footy pandemic here to me, the imagine I don't count what happened because it was just such a blare of life, wasn't it? I don't really go back to that. But like, I will here, so I'm contradicting there. But <laughs> Mox is You're like, Mox has run. I am. And all the, these champions, Ben, they seem to face the same fucking... They have the Lance Archer fucking match. They have this fucking match. They don't fight each other. You had Hangman and Ken was the only one. And that was kind of built in because of the elite, wasn't it? It's like, even when Mox was champ, it was MJF. You know, 
Where's the big matches? It's like we're holding the big matches forever. Well, you're nearly four years in now. Let's start having these big fucking matches, will you? That's the you know thing what with I mean? Kenny's title run, like, I just think people kid themselves that he had this great title run. He had the great, he won the belt, and then he had a great loss to, to Hangman, which was a great story. Well done, well booked, felt massive, felt major league. What did he do in the middle? A load of, you know, matches that weren't really that memorable, you know? Three and a half to four star. Three ways a match with, well, one of your favourites, Christian, a, a TV match with Phoenix. But there wasn't big title defences against big the first, like, the first Christian match was good, though, and he lost the impact belt. That was good. Yeah, that was, yeah. Uh, the pay-per-view one wasn't great, though, no. I think I still give it four because it was Ken, but, you know. <laughs> and Christian, don't forget, another one of your favourites. Yeah, he, he, Ken's one of them. He starts at a four, mate. For me, he's just... That, Which when is he comes back, that's a big thing with the guy. The fact that you look Kenny Omega is one of my favorite things. Like, it's like, no, I love him, but you know how much I love him. I can't wait for him to come back. He's like, for me, he, he, he's one of my favorite bell to bell to watch. You know what I mean? My, I don't like his promos, don't like his character, but when the bell rings, <laughs> he's my favorite. And this is me saying that. Can you believe what I've just said? Fucking hell, we're great, mate. But yeah, he is. I, I love him in there, lad. He's just. Don't know what it is. Ever since I first seen him wrestle, I just fucking love him. But yeah, to, to the point, yeah, that is like a, one of AEW's big failings. That yeah, they they I don't think there are there weren't enough major league title defenses for Kenny. It wasn't enough the focus of the show going for you know th- throughout his run. He faded into the background. He hid behind the young bucks. He there were loads of you know the majority of the TV wasn't built around him until we got to the Hangman you know stuff. Just kind of seems to be the way. Tony Khan books, and it's happening with Hangman Page now. You know, in, in, in that. Well, who's, is he on with Punk at the pay per view? Is well, that what we're going with? If we're going in that direction, and this is the COVID situation's really bad timing because it felt like, you know, these last few months since the Brian matches, which were fucking amazing, but like these last few months, he's not been the main character at any point in AW. And finally, he was going to be in a consequential match with Punk, who is one of the main characters in AEW, and it probably is was going to be the focus of the TV going forward. So, yeah, that's kind of more what it is. Because I don't think anyone's saying Hangman hasn't lived up to the match wise. I just don't think you know presented as like the biggest star as the champion. Because that's the biggest yeah. yeah pushback I got from people on Twitter. Well, he's had great matches, like right, but that doesn't mean he's been presented as a champion. Or felt like the top guy, or has been booked away. But in a way, Ben, you'd, you'd you'd pretty much take a notch down, wouldn't you? You'd pretty much take a star, a half or a star off his matches to be presented better, and that's he the balance there of like, yeah, and made it yeah, clear that he yeah. was a higher level on the roster than you know some of the people in the yeah. They can't. I just don't think it's felt like it. If anything, he's been dragged to that level. It's felt like he's the Intercontinental Champion. It's felt like you know. <laughs> The TNT champion. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. So that's it. But yeah, um, any other thoughts on AEW? Any any other broad thoughts on it? I'm trying to think. But as I say, Alfinio's all right at the minute. The I like the Wardlow MJF storyline. That that's good. That's a proper storyline. That in it really. How great was MJF? A full of a wrestling. Oh, mate, how did we, I forgot to mention him. He was he was just winging it, wasn't he? He was just sitting there thinking, I've got a 20-minute window here. I'm getting in the ring and I'm getting the fans. To, I'm just having a go at them. He was brilliant. He was Game so good. Ah, oh, even during the Future Shock, wasn't it, where he was watching it and the guy, I don't know who it was, like called him out, basically. And then he got up, called him a dumb piece of shit and then agreed with him, didn't he? So he kind of like put him back down, but agreed with him. He, Covered all boxes. He was great. He was like really good. 
Oh, he's great. Um, yeah, from, I think we, just saying to you, Dan, yeah, we had that, didn't we? We had the debate at the he'll be in W in a few years, Ben. Yeah, he'll be there, mate. Don't worry about that. I think one. he's he'll playing. Be I think he's playing them. I, I don't think he's I, I know, you know, I did think that and I'm a bit more gullible, as you know, but I I think he is in a way, but he's not, Ben. I think he's 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 keeping his options open, I think. And he's gonna get if Tony can. If W do give him more money, I think he'll go to W, Ben. I think he's telling the truth there. He's got he's got his man his man Cody there now putting a word in for him and all. Cody getting the push as an ex WWE guy. Bear in mind he's only over to the level he is because of AEW, but he's got that credibility as being an ex WWE in Vince McMahon's mind in WWE's mind. Yeah, MJF is like you know it could easily go the way of like Mike Bennett or like you know one of those guys where he doesn't know. No, and 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 to be fair, Ben, if it's modern WWE, MJF. He'd have to tone it down a bit, wouldn't he? And I don't. He, he could. Good. Don't get me wrong. He, he could. No, no. He could toe the line, and he could. He could, he'd give it a good go because he's that good on the mic. He, he'd like make the most of it, and he'd get it over and that. But yeah, it, it might be that's like the little stumbling block, maybe because I don't think as well. Though this is a controversial. I don't think he's that bad in the ring, MJF. I think he's good. I don't mind it's as much. Been, as, I think Steph will say this a lot that he's to her mind. She thinks he's a little bit overrated on the mic and is underrated in the ring. That's my line there on a few others, but I, I love that. But he is, no, he is. But I agree with that because you know he can he can ham it up more when he's MJF proper, like on the mic, yeah. But he can go overboard and he can be a bit, you know, too much. But in the ring, honestly, and this may be from me in the Matt Day scene of an MLW taking Avalanche fucking Canadian destroyers off shoulders of Teddy Arthur. He's just like. Unbelievable! Like he was just—he's he, willing to take anything in there, and he's—he's and he's linking his matches better though. He is—he's getting better as as time goes on. I think he's only young still, so I really do think he's underrated in there. Like, I I'm not a big belt to belt guy, as you know. I'm not known as that, but that's yeah, my says, two cents. I'm telling you, mega fan. But anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Speaking of belt to belt. Uh, I know you watched the uh, Rebellion, didn't you? Uh, for all these bits of it from the uh, from the. From I the did. I big, watched uh, um, the triple threat, hmm. two triple threat matches. Um, we had Jay White, Saban, and who was it? Uh, Steve Macklin, wasn't it? Coming out to the, as the Punisher. <laughs> Why? I mean, wrestlers dressing whatever you like. Characters needs to be left ten years ago. I think we need to move on from that. As yeah, well. it's like you know, it, you know, it's they, they, it's what they're into, but. I know it just didn't come across well, but that was a good match. Different, like very. But the triple threat with the uh, Mike Bailey, Ace Austin, and Trey Miguel, mate, unbelievable, Ben, wasn't it? Let's be honest. It was just, you know, once again, you know, I love that type of just getting there. Let's just do these mad moves, these mad spots, but it not looking shit though. That's what I love. It, it looked good. You know what I mean? It was none of this waiting round or. You know, it was it flowed amazing, and the spots were fucking brilliant. And three of me, be- three of me favorite wrestlers to actually watch there when I still dip into like, well, I, I know Impact's not an indie, but you know what I mean, like that indie level type wrestler. Like, but um, and the main events I watched with Moose and Josh, which was good. Could have done without, as I said on Twitter, the obligatory chop and fucking forearm off. I just why is every match got to have one of them, Ben? You know <laughs> why? It's like. They didn't need it. it. That match didn't need it because after it, they carried on for like another 
five, six, seven minutes. And it was a, it was great. It just genuinely didn't need it. I get it, like in some with some certain wrestlers, but that genuinely didn't Depends need on that. How you do just, it. Because I don't like it when like there's a clear story in the match where one guy is more dominant than the other, or you know the story's kind of swung back and forth. But I almost feel like yeah. when you do that strike battle at like the culmination moment, you're kind of making them both equals again, and it's like you're undoing yeah. everything that's happened. You know, we're just back to level putting again, and it makes everything well, I mean, a bit consequences. I mean, I, I you know. I... I feel like I'm breaking the match down here, which isn't my forte. But, you know, we all watch, all right, when guys. we all watch matches, we always, you know, we get our own ways and views about it. That, once again, the beauty of it, we take, it's, I always say, revered to like song lyrics. You take your own thoughts from each, you know, it could, I could take something completely different than what you take from lyrics, you know what I mean? It's like that with the match. It's like that didn't need that because for me, even if that, if that was his comeback, he lost the battle, Josh. For me, he, he moved, put him down. And I know that'll link in again later on that he comes back again, but that should have been the part where he, he overcame Moose in that for me. It just was a bit flat. It was just weird. It didn't need it. That's me point. He, he got put on his ass, and it just wasn't. And then he done like a spot on the top. It was just put wrong. It just wasn't needed at that specific moment. I sound like a proper fucking, you know, but it just didn't need it, like. But he did get me back in for the spots after it. He got me invested back in, like, and it ended up good. And that was a payoff to the six month feud, which, you know, me, it's all about the storyline to me, Ben. So, uh, yeah, that was a good one. On the slide, though, you do, you do uh, dip in and out. Oh, Ben, I always, I, I have done since, uh, I never forget the night, mate. Um, was it Slammiversary 18? Hmm. The first time I ever got a, um, a famous fight code off yourself. I feel <laughs> one of many, but, um, my books, really. Yeah. And, um, uh, what that was like during my low period, which I've discussed on uh, on verses, and it was like up till all hours, and I'd just seen it was on, and it really wasn't. I'd, I'd always kept in touch, even 15, 16, when the RDs were there, when the Miracle, Mike Bennett was there, I loved him at the time, EC3 and all them. Loved it then, and then it dipped out, and then that was the first time I thought, oh, well, I'm up anyway, I'm not doing nothing, and then I got it off you, and Ben, I love that. Pentagon v Sammy Callahan, one of my favourite matches of all time, even, I'll go as far to say. First time I've seen, um, who was it, loads of LAX were on it, Tessa was on it, Brian Kane, just loads of, like, them. And I was blown away by it, and, and I've stuck with it ever since, Ben. And for me, once again, they celebrate 20 years here coming up, and let's be honest, no one thought it'd last. I know it's gone through so many changes, and names and owners you almost and... outlived ROH. Like luckily ROH is carrying yes. it, but it was looking that way for a while, which I wouldn't have, wouldn't have called. But I'll always have time for it, Ben. I, I don't know why. I, you know, I just they have mad stories, maybe, and you know, even that time, Ben. Let's be honest, when it was like uh, LAX with Kingston and Conan and all. How good was all that, mate? Just oh, them yeah. storylines, Richie. Just yeah, you just have like. The... <laughs> That's when, when we met King. I was telling him about that, and he fucking loved it, didn't he? Yeah. He was genuinely made up like he was proper cheddar lad that I, that I loved it. Like, <laughs> but um, uh, I'm gonna have to come and reminisce with him about the uh, LAX versus LAX feud and Richie getting run over, other than you. I think it's probably just no, but I was saying to him, like, just you, I was saying to him, you on the mic there when you were. When Conan fucking put him out of his misery because he was calling him all the old cunts and old bastards, and he gave him that um the sock with the ball, didn't he? And he was like, "You better do it." And I was saying it to him. He pulled me in for the hug. He hugged me because he was genuinely made up that I was like loving it so much. Fucking great. But I don't know. I've just always stuck with it, Ben. Impact, and I don't know why. But it, 
because for me again, it stuck round, but it shouldn't because as when I said there, 2018, you had you know Brian Cage and uh, Lucha Brothers, LAX, they're all gone now. So you think there's all their main eventers and their biggest stars gone, but they still like are somehow they like build, they must build people up well, and you know they have new stars and new world champions. Yeah, it's more that like me and JP have been talking about it a lot. WWE just released a lot of fucking people, and there's a lot of as well. Yeah, well, of course, yeah. A lot of I think the talent they've got access to is just of a higher level now, and people are yeah, true. And the you know the just don't get me wrong. There's still somebody get that fucking. I'll turn the telly off when they come out. You know what I mean? It's like there's always going to be that, but they'll always have. And they got have they got Jay White going like you know what I mean? It's like one of my favorites in the world. It's like he's regular on there, isn't he? It's it's, it's just weird. <laughs> but I love Jimmy it. White. Like ah, oh, icon mate, icon. <laughs> Loves the reversal, buddy. I love it where he where he goes for that first switchblade. I laugh every time because he's not in it. It's about the seventh time. I just love it because it's a it's it's I, I genuinely do crack up though. Literally laugh out loud because it's like why are you go for you know what I So what what anything else you've been watching? I suppose uh, we can get get in before we uh, we wrap up. Yeah, just uh, off off the back of uh, the episode we did with Carl with Heatwave ninety eight, I watched all the awesome Tanaka matches in order from start to finish, and you know we discussed on there. Ben, they started a four as well, mate. It's like, uh, oh yeah, you know what? Once you get me breaking a match down here or fucking dissecting a match, it's like yeah, they're all the same match, but each match as it goes on, they add that one killer spot, Ben. That like you don't you know you just add it in to make it that much better. It's weird. It's like one match they'll have like a, obviously the power bombs through the table, but then one match Tanaka and it's a DDT off the top to awesome to counter that, and the fans are going. Then the next match you go for that again, but then they'll just tweak it just that extra little bit. But it makes the biggest difference in the world, even though every other spot's the same with the chairs with the fucking. DDTs on the chairs, you know, you get all that, but could watch them wrestle all day, as we said on, on that episode, can't you? Like, you can, you'd never get bored of them. But the match they have on Christmas Eve 99, if everyone wants to go and walk back and watch it, when Tanaka wins the belt, that's the one for me. Because it's meant to be New Year's Eve, but he got it, um, he challenged them on Christmas Eve instead a week earlier. And that's the match, mate. And they have the rematch on New Year's Eve as well. Because all the locker rooms out on Christmas Eve and Tanaka's in like these snidey Adidas kecks. It's that's just, the one I, I love that. Yeah, I love that's another Rousseauism for me. It's like wrestlers should all. I love seeing wrestlers fight like suit kecks and loafers when they're not ready because it's part of the show. You're not meant the to Rock be ready. You know, very Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Rock was in loafers most yeah. of 1999 because Rousseau was fucking. It's like, you know, it's like they get attacked backstage. I haven't got time to fucking change. I'm going to fight you now. I love I, I love all that. When people come out in like trunks and boots and there's a one. Oh, yeah, the one I'll give you is when Seth come back a few years ago from his injury, he come back in his gear. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you even wearing the jeans? Why are you coming back in your gear? It's bad. Yeah. That was especially bad during the, uh, the dress code era where it was like, Either you were on telly wearing a suit or you were in your wrestling gear. No one looked like an actual up-to-date <laughs> human being. You know what I mean? It was just like... <laughs> no one was cool, man. Yeah, they had a no. suit or, or shit wrestling gear on. Um, 
I can imagine you coming out in your t-shirt then though and a pair of trunks. <laughs> if you were if you were on the roster, you'd be wearing like the the upcoming pay-per-views t-shirt backstage. <laughs> I, I, made my, I made my entrance to a future shock battle royals. Speaking of future shock battle royals, in me in me little CM Punk trunks with me wrist tape on and me and me, me, me kick pads and a Ring of Honor t-shirt as if I'd ever wrestled in Ring of Honor. <laughs> I, I like that. that true work in there, Ben. I like that. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, we. Th- th- it's funny the ECW stuff's kind of started like a a bit of a kickoff in our group chat. I don't know whether Kid Cash was good or not. I don't know what ended up being a conversation about whether Kid Cash was good. The, the, the... Well, that's me again. I, 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 I'll take credit for this one again. It's basically how that happened was. I'm doing the um, oh yeah. By the way, announcement. I'm actually paying for a streaming service. Ben, you might knock you down the feather. That fucking hell. Which one? Uh, Impact Plus. I'm actually paying for it myself. Uh, it blew your mind. Well, it did blow your mind when I bought you a couple of drinks the other night, didn't it? I hated that. That, that was the biggest news <laughs> of all of the wrestling. How did we not leave with that? Christ. <laughs> I'm actually paying you for when you got the figures in. Your head was got a bad transaction off me, wasn't it? I still feel like in in some way that you know I'm gonna uh, you know it's gonna come back around to uh, <laughs> the other way. I can't believe we haven't mentioned that Dave the Rave was there. I met Dave the Rave in real life. Oh yes, Dave the Rave was there. Raven. Well. Know. You'll never know that, Ben. You'll, I'll keep that one to myself. That one. Good like, <laughs> like that, Dave the Rave. It's nice. And no, he's shy, yeah, yeah, he said he said you were a good lad as well. Like so, um, Hi, that was all anyway, good. He's a good. He's a good person, otherwise. But yeah, um. <laughs> um, Impact Plus. So we come about this Kid Cash story. Yeah, people were talking about Kid Cash in twenty twenty two. Is he turned up? I've started the continuing my TNA pay per view uh, watches watches, and I'm on Genesis twenty Genesis two thousand and twelve. So keep that in mind. And the opening match is a fatal four way. Well, sorry. That's WWE team, a four-way for the X-Division title with Austin Aries as the champion, Benno. I like him. Right, you need to pick up then, of course you did. Austin Aries. I am into it, mate. Go on. Austin Aries, Kid Cash, who's still here in 2012, Zima Ion, which is DJ Z, legend. Big into him. And Jesse Sorensen. Now, I can't remember him. He's the one who broke his neck, wasn't he? Is that him? Right, okay, because the fans, Ben, are so behind him wanting to win this title. And my head was blown off. Mm. But my point was, I text Crewy saying, oh, yeah, I've started this. And he just went into a tirade of, well, he's crap, is he kick cash? <laughs> and then I said, because he said, because he blanked, I told him it was the four-way and he blanked that kick cash. And he said, what year is this at 2012? He said, yeah, he's always been crap, hasn't he? And then that was it. Then I put it in our group because he knew Gary's a big... David Jericho and Gary... Always loved the easy money and kick cash matches, which they were good, good video, like the dive into the crowd and the oh, yeah, power bomb into the Hurricane Runner on the Bravo video, you know, all that great. Kick Cash RVD team as well. I always loved that. Yeah, and he took the gore amazing kick cash, moonsaulted the knee and all that. But it was like 20, 12, well, 12 years since then. He was on TNA. Was he ever good? Or, and then Dave been what? Well, Kiri's watched a few uh, kid catch matches. Like and he said, he was. The, I think he watched a tag match. And he said he was the worst in there by a mile. So. <laughs> See, that's the thing. When I was watching Shotgun Saturday, Saturday, well, even Saturday night at that point, it was just Shotgun. Wasn't it? He like Loki would do the odd job. Danielson would do the odd job. Kid Cash was on there as David Jericho though, and it was like. 
this was before I was watching Indies, so I, I felt like I discovered someone. I was like, oh, I've discovered this great yeah. wrestler. I think he's related to Chris Jericho. His name's David yeah. Jericho. He's awesome. <laughs> and then he starts to turn it up on ECW, like tapes that I was buying. I was like, oh, okay. It's Kid Cash. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, he's never been on my radar, good or bad. So he's just, he just is what he is to me. And plus... I've met him in the crazy house that night. I got the picture. <laughs> that night I got the picture with Road Dog and Rhino. Ben, the infamous picture. Have you seen it? You've seen it, haven't you? We'll throw it up as the uh, episode image. Right, send it to me. Yeah, I will. Oh, it's on one of my old phones. I'll try and get it. I'll try and get it. Phone? No, this is me old other old iPhone. <laughs> I've got about ten phones, Ben. <laughs> but anyway, he, you know, he was all right. I, I remember him sitting there with his bottle of ale, and I was just chewing it. I was glad to tune his ear off about. I think he, he was in WWE, and I, I think I might have even said he didn't get a fair crack of the whip in WWE. You must have been pissed. <laughs> I'm sure he agreed with you. Though. <laughs> he probably did, yeah, yeah. But yeah, what have you thought on him yourself, Ben? Was you ever, was you only a fan of ECW then, really? Well, that's the thing. I I wasn't. Uh, I, I I kind of was catching up on that reading it before. Like as has been said in the chat, I've never thought about it because I've not given yeah. cash that amount of that's thought. That's it. Madness, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like I enjoyed him in ECW, and then he's one of those guys though, and it's it's the it's the time thing, isn't it? No matter who you are, no matter how young you were in your wrestling career, just incredible. Sean Maltman, Kid Cash. Once the Attitude Era went, ECW went, and you were in TNA in the eighties yeah. and you were watched, weren't you? You were from. You were gone. You, it was like you were from thirty years ago. You know, <laughs> Kid Cash was good like two years before that, but it was like it was decades ago. You know, it's like Waltman in it being in his twenties still, in like you know TNA twenty ten. Like it's like, well, it's you know. the best ever, mate. But it's the Kid Rock gimmick in it. You know what? That ball with the ball was a song, wasn't it? That's what it was—a cool song and the Kid Rock gimmick he had, didn't he? So that's why he was all right in ECW. But the thing, for yeah, the that's what you—that's the kind of chat you'll get in our groups. Kid Cash, <laughs> you know what I mean? So love it, absolutely love it. Oh, brilliant! Oh. I, I, I dread to ask anything else. Anything else you want to mention before we, uh, we go? Um, no, that's it, really, Ben. I think we've covered what I wanted to speak about, and we've you know we've diverted, you know, a few times, which you, you'll probably get with me as listeners will probably know about that by now. Rap but ah, um, oh, rapper, we need to we need to look, we need to look into this time thing more, Ben. I'll be sending you <laughs> stuff over the next couple of days, mate. I'll be looking into well, that. By the way, everyone, yeah. <laughs> But wrestling is we. I think we, and I still love it. Don't you know? But we've we've pretty much covered the wrestling. There's always gems that come out every week, and but I think it is in other aspects of life, Ben. I think it really is, mate. It's our, as you say, it's our era, isn't it? It's our generation, and I love it, lad. I know you love it just as much as me. Like maybe not as much as me, like but. Well, I was, stuff. I was gonna say any plugs. I know what the plug is. It's your, it's your Twitter, but like. It, it's a good tie-in because the, the, your Twitter is the place, mate, where you get the burning questions of each. <laughs> it's usually scrambling, isn't it? Start, or, you've or... started this thing now where it's like, you know, you, you're polling the universe, you know, you're finding out what people think about Cordial, you're finding out, you know, where, where people do I the, mean, the shop. Yeah, and I couldn't believe that, like the hatred or the, or the sheer just blanking of Cordial. I couldn't believe that one. That's why I love doing these. I, I'm one of them people, Ben, like, I think I said this the other day to like my family. I don't know. I just I don't know if this is a, like a weird thing of mine. I just love asking these type of questions just to see how people live and what makes them tick. You know what I mean? I'd love it. I'm just interested so much in it though. It's not like a I genuinely am interested in like you get up 
what's your routine, what you do, what 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 you have for your breakfast, what what like drives you to get up, what makes you, you know what I mean, your little hobbies. I love, I'm like, I love that, Ben. I, I really like. Can't tell you enough how much I love stuff like that. But your big ones this month have been the uh, the survey where you were asking uh, about what tea people bought, what coffee people bought, what uh, your basics, the shopping basics. basics, what what because that that was like give That's you know what's just an insight to like more like you know I knew more people had leaned towards like the milks you have. I just I just knew that I just people are trying to be a bit more conscious, aren't they? With like. And some people weren't. Some people were still white warbies, whole fresh milk. You know what I mean? That was more a health side. But then the tea and coffee was more like everywhere you go, these coffee shops. And do people really like coffee at home? Or is it literally <laughs> going out for the coffee? You know what I mean? It's like, you it's that the coffee at home, mate. Like actual coffee, you know, you don't need to. No, but I bet you people stuff. say, I mean, I'm not a coffee guy. I don't like any of it. But deals probably say to you, it's not as good as going out, I'm guessing. Or people might go the opposite saying, it's too dear. Mm. I like to make it in the house. What do you like say? Me personally, like I, like I, I will. I, don't, I don't get. I don't buy whole bean. I buy already ground coffee. But I'll use like a, you know, V sixty, um, or otherwise like a filter, and I'll make it. Properly. This is blowing your mind. Like, I, what's I, a V sixty? I was gonna say, Ben. I was being polite there. What the fuck's a V sixty, mate? It's like <laughs> a. It's just a branded version of like a filter, really. Where you like you put your okay. coffee granules in, and you pour water through it, and the water comes out the bottom, basically, and the coffee comes out. <laughs> Like, that's, how, that's how you probably make coffee. It's not this frozen <laughs> stuff that you dissolve in some hot water. You know that's how you know real coffee is uh, is done. But I, I can go both ways. Like definitely expense wise. Like I'd die if I, you know, you, you think my takeaway bills uh, are bad. You know, I've definitely done a few orders. Usually, if I'm ordering a Starbucks, it's because I've got something on. I've actually got to do some work at home, and I'll always pad the order out because I don't want to pay delivery just for a cup of coffee. I was going to so say I, what what you do. I'll get like either a breakfast bomb or I've re- been really into it. And this is really lazy, but the overnight oats that, that Starbucks do, they're fucking incredible, mate. They're so nice. Nice, yeah. And they're made with like a soy milk as well. So it, it suits me. Um, yeah, and, and I don't usually like soy milk, but oh, they're so good. There's like apricot in there and a couple of other fruits. And oh, they're amazing. Like I could, I've got one in the fridge now. I'll probably have it when we're done. Um, nice. <laughs> save it for breakfast. Nice. We talked about it. But like, I'll pad it out with a couple of them, or I'll buy some actual ground coffee or something from Starbucks. Like, oh yeah, because I was gonna say they must do them in like like in yeah. what packs now. Like you can actually take home with you. But well, mate, I can just say to the Amazon Alexa, I can say Alexa, order more coffee. I should say that loud, lower so it's Because it might, and it'll send coffee to me. I was like, that's twenty twenty two, mate. That's the world we live in. Oh, no ringing people. I mean... No ringing people. <laughs> Speaking to a fucking robot in the kitchen. That's how it's going. <laughs> I don't know. We, we'll never agree, Ben, on that. But that's what kind of stuff you'll get on Twitter. Like, just usually about, as I say, basics and scran or well, like, But some people did say about that survey, uh, I missed out biscuits and cereal were the two main ones I missed out. So maybe on here and on Twitter tomorrow, I'll put watch your top five biscuits and your top five cereals and see what people are saying about that, like. Yeah, we'll, because... use the, we'll use the podcast to reveal them. You know, we'll have Matty, like I said earlier, we'll have Matty's big question. Yeah. Your one today was about jacket potatoes, wasn't it? Like, what, what job on your jacket potatoes? It was about your filling for your jacket potato, yeah. And yeah, uh, once again, there was only a, a few, not most, that's not the most variety, but you could do. But And, and one, come chilli was mine, and a few people did say a chilli. No one said a curry, though, or a chicken curry on top. I think I mentioned that, which was a bit, for a hot oh, filling. I don't think that's something you'd make yourself, but you'd have it if it was on the menu. 
Yeah, you had a, you know, what like a, you know, the jacket spud vans. You remember them, like the little vans around. <laughs> yeah. I show. I always used to get a chicken curry one of them, like all the time. Lovely, mate. Lovely. <laughs> but as um... <laughs> <laughs> the idea of a jacket, jacket potato van turning up to uh, outside your house, you know, didn't get again, didn't get much of that in the north, unfortunately. But no, um... but they're just brilliant, mate. Even it's you dotted all around town, Ben. There's not many. There's only about one now, I think, all around the city centre. You used to get a few of them. You used to get one every Saturday afternoon for our dinner when we were in town. But how'd you make yourself a jacket at home? Are you, are you lazy? Just is there a spud in the microwave with some holes in it, or are you doing a proper? Well, now that Steph, I never had a microwave because I didn't. I don't really believe in them. But the only two things I do use. <laughs> I got, it, I got, I got. You don't believe in microwaves. Oh no, artificial heat, Ben, isn't it? Don't like that while <laughs> <of> my food. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well. The only two things that we'll use them for now, because she's obviously needs one in the house, is jack of potatoes, which you do put in, hole in holes in them with the fork, five minutes each side, and then um, microwavable rice. Even being ultra lazy, is the other reason why they're the two things I only. And that's the only two things I'll ever use in a microwave. I'll never reheat me food. I'll use it. I'll do it on a proper flame in the pan if I want to reheat me food. I don't put it in the microwave. Don't believe in it. <laughs> Don't know why. Just don't like it. Well, to answer your question, mate, I'll uh, I will make a jacket in the in the microwave and I'll throw some beans on it. So there you go. That's a currently. There you go. Just beans then. From you. Yeah, I don't do cheese, do I? So you know. Um, you know it's it's a not it's, in your beans. It's a rich man's no beans pepper. on toast. Oh, damn, yeah, no pepper. No HP. Mixing your beans is, there, uh, is is a thing I'll often add. You know. Bit of oh yeah, you put that on everything, don't you? Pretty much, yeah, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you'll get all the all the uh, genuine questions like that, Ben, on my Twitter, at MattyEdwards86. So, you know, you hopefully everyone interacts and uh, gives me the answers. There you go. Well, I love we'll, it. We'll work on it for future episodes or uh, a, a question of the month. But, yeah, I suppose uh, let us know in the comments what you, th- you thought of, uh, of this as, a, as our pilot episode. And, yeah, let us know what you think of the name. Is it the business? Is it the IWC with Matty Edwards? Do people have other ideas? Let us know. Yeah, I'm always open, Ben, to any suggestions, of course, with the great listeners. Always, like, always, ears are always open, mate. Ears and eyes always open. Well, and we'll have you on at a, a five to one a, very soon. And we've got a couple of uh, flashback ideas in the uh, in the pan as well to do. So, yeah, there'll be a yeah, plenty yeah, more look of, forward a, to of you on the uh, other Patreon side, mate. But, yeah, other than that, we've plugged your Twitter. We've plugged everything else. Buy grapple track jackets. Give a free one to Matty Gareth. About it, thank it? you, Gareth. Hello, Gareth, and thank you in advance. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky bastard. <laughs> right. On that note, we'll call it a night. Cheers all for tuning in. We'll catch you again next month. Bye. Yeah. Want to show off your patriotism and love for firearms? You need to check out Goat Guns. Our authentic die-cast miniature gun replicas are a great way to celebrate your rights while adding a unique and high-quality item to your collection. They are fun to build and make a great display addition to your office, man cave, or anywhere you want to show off your collection. Start your collection today at GoatGuns.com.